Hey, yo, hey, niggas get shot every day, B. virus caught the globe by surprise and changed our way of life as we know it. During the COVID-19 pandemic, companies shut down and schools closed nationwide, limiting access to food, medication, health care, and education, causing a worldwide panic. Fast forward to today, with the help of vaccines and advanced medical care, We've come a long way in our battle of ending this pandemic. Unfortunately, the virus mutated, rendering vaccines less effective and kids more vulnerable to this unknown disease. Kids are going to school and catching COVID at alarming rates. Hospital beds are filling up with kids across the country, raising uncertainty for parents and governments everywhere. At Mayotte K-12, we took swift action and converted fully into online operations and brought private school to the doorsteps of children nationwide. Providing free tutoring and countless hours of help to children, keeping your babies safe in their homes. We pride ourselves as the best private school to care for your children during these very trying times. And we expect another amazing year for our students across the country. Bring your child back to Mayotte University because we care, we pay attention, and we love. Mayotte K-12. Let's have another amazing year. Click the link below and enroll now.
Plain and simple, the game is mental. Train a lintel. When it rains, it pours. When it rains, it rains. Back at the ranch like Kanye. The key of machines like Conway. Me and machines like Conway. Looking for me in the whirlwind. They didn't believe in Harvey. But they believe in Steve and Harvey. Now they thinking like women and looking like girlfriends. Like on the wheel of Steve and Harvey. They didn't believe in Harvey. Niggas don't want to do research. They just want to wear t-shirts. I'm in the same bag. want to let y'all know uh family i have i'm responding to eight thousand emails dms and people knocking on my side door asking me about the metaverse cryptocurrency nfts but mostly the metaverse 
So uh, we got together, me and the team, and we put together the Meta Crypto Bundle. All right, the Meta Crypto Bundle, over 12 plus hours of information dealing with all things NFT, DeFi, DAO, uh, metaphysics, crypto, you name it. All right. To this day. To this day. Take advantage of the offer. It is limited. It will not last long. These are $100 workshops that we did uh three i believe four of them totaling um so yeah take advantage of the metal crypto bundle all right uh the money sign stream chases all you have to do is send that 199 plus your email to money sign stream chases make sure that there's a z at the end please i don't want y'all to get into no kind of mishaps you know how cash app is stream chases with a z all right and that's the meta crypto bundle and we'll talk about it a little bit later on while we get into the show but yeah Peace to the family. Peace to you and yours. Welcome to another episode of Melanin Monday. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, this is your host, brother, Red Pill. Live and direct. Some late night shit. Made sure that the motherfucking kids was asleep. You know what I'm talking about? This is a late night show. Uh, I'm just using the disclaimer. This is not for the old heads. I, I made sure that they took some melatonin and some geritol and they were sleeping. This is for the motherfucking streets, my niggas. Yeah, talk like to me. To this day! We talking shit tonight. You know what I'm talking about? It's Scorpio season. It's a lot of smoke outside. You don't talk about niggas diary. Halfway. You know what I'm talking about? We got to talk about it. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. Hey, niggas get shot every day. Every day. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> we're not gonna be celebrating nobody's death that's not how we get down over here we're not gonna be taking shots at any cadavers that's not how we get down over here we are respectful you know what i'm talking about respectfully we are respectful but what we will do is we're going to talk some shit. And what we will do is we're going to keep it 1,000. And what we will do is we're going to dive into the motherfucking underworld tonight. So if y'all not ready for that, then respectfully, you know, I, I, there may be some reruns of Love and Hip Hop on right now. So you don't talk about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who said right? This chinchilla. Fuck is you talking about in here? Like, serious? <laughs> what is that velvet <laughs> to this day it's chinchilla to this day so look let's get to it we're gonna do the roll call let's see who is in the building you know what i'm talking about let's see who's in the building the biznilden all right shout out to everybody building uh peace to the family let's do it let's go all right Shout out to A.A. Rashi with that YSL hat, Yoruba, Santeria, and that motherfucking Luka. To this day! To this day! Yeah, that occult drip. You know what I'm talking about? That occult drip. Make sure y'all go and snatch up that Red Summer album. You feel me? Especially in the Scorpio season. Put this on your motherfucking altar. We working out here. <laughs> I'm going to show you how much we working. Scorpio season has begun. We are working out here. If you got to put work on anybody, this is the season to do it. 
know what I'm talking about? If you got any kind of work that you need to put in, this is the time to do it. Don't play with me. You know what I mean? We're going to keep it at that. But yeah, uh, Seattle's in the building. We see you, Seattle. 843 is in the building. Boss is in the building. LA is in the building. Yeah, we're Harlem at. Mississippi in the building. Goldsburg is in the building. Yeah, Delaware is in the building. Sanford's in the building. Ottawa, uh, Canada, Jersey was happening. Kansas City, uh, Kansas City in the building. Long Beach, Houston, Harlem, Harlem. Yeah, it's lit. Not seven oh four. Denver's in the building. Rochester's in the building. Michigan is in the building. Uh, uh, Mississippi's in the building. Moreno Valley's in the building. Yeah, five a.m. in London. Yeah, while you get ready to go to work or while you doing, you know, what I'm saying the morning activities. Yeah, we in the building. We live and direct. You know, what I'm talking about. And it's uh, it's late where I'm at. Yeah, the sun ain't out where I'm at. Yeah, it's pitch dark at where I'm at. Des Moines, Iaho, uh, Iowa. Ohio player. You seen they had a shootout in Boise, Idaho the other day. What the hell is going on? Shout out to Boise, Harrisburg, Orlando, Chirac, Shot Town in the building, ATL. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Texas and Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? Crenshaw up in this thing. What's popping? What's popping, Crenshaw? What's happening in Bay Area, D.C., Massachusetts? Naptown up in the thing. Mm-hmm. D.C. up in the thing. VA is up in this thing. Shout out to VA. You know, yeah, you already know what it is. You know what it is, right? Yeah, you know what it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Nashville, Tennessee, West Philly. Yeah, huh? Easy to block, Captain. Uh huh. Right, right, right. That part. Green, Greenville, Jersey, Jersey, Jersey. I'm on my battle rap shit tonight. Jersey, New Orleans, Dallas. Cali, mm-hmm. So the the family is deep. We here. We in a building. Shout out to everybody. Did y'all get y'all uh, dosage of YouTube shows on YouTube tonight? Y'all good? <laughs> y'all got your stomach filled and whatnot? This is the old, this is the late night dessert. This is the late night dessert. You know what I mean? After y'all had y'all little uh, downloads and everything from all of the channels, the platform. Shout out to all of them, of course. You know what I'm saying? So uh we doing a we we wrapping it up. We're gonna be uh, you know, we uh midnight shift. Was that the third shift off this bitch? Graveyard shift uh, accordingly. Halfway accordingly. 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 Please roll up. If you got some dope, roll it up. You know what I mean? If you niggas is on some needles, shoot it up. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you gotta do tonight, get in the mode, get in the motherfucking mode. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that part. Yeah, this is definitely the after party. This is definitely the after party. And you know what happens at the after party, right? This is the late, this is the after hours. You know, it's spooky after it's spooky hours. Shout out to Drake. It's spooky hours. You know what I'm talking about? It's spooky hours. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm very sober. So, you know, there's no surprises. You don't have to worry about me going crazy or whatnot. But it's Scorpio season. Somebody tried to go in my comment section and talk about. Your red pill, uh, you be cursing and whatnot a little too much. I said, motherfucker, please stop the bullshit. Fuck is you talking about? Nigga, it's Scorpio season. What the fuck? Who do you think I am? Like, what do you take me for? Huh? What are we doing here? You know what I'm talking about? Like, you don't know who I am. You don't know what I do. You know what I'm talking about? You don't know what I do. You don't know. You know what I mean? Like, what are you saying? Like, it's what I do. You know what I'm talking about? Like, this is what I do. Don't tell me that. Don't try to tell me how to talk. 
You know what I mean? We're not going to do that. I don't tell you how to talk. You niggas is running around code switching and whatnot. You get around. Sorry to bother you and whatnot. I'm not telling you niggas stop changing your fucking language and your tonality around white folk. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. You know what I mean? I let you niggas do what you do. I, do, I let you niggas do your sorry to bother you. We know niggas is bilingual when they get around white folk. Me, I'm going to just talk the way that I talk. You know what I'm saying? Intelligent people tend to. They got potty mouths. And to be honest with you, I've already said on the show that I'm very mindful of the fact that the youth are are tuned in. You know what I mean? I'm very mindful that the little ones are watching. So, you know, I, I, you know, I try not to be too brash with my language. But at the end of the day, it's Scorpio season. You know what I mean? We got to let this shit hang out. Like, we got to let it all. Do you know how much pent-up aggression the, uh, the Mondim might have? You know what I mean? Do you know the shit that I go through? And you want me to get on here and start sounding like fucking, uh, you know what I mean? Who do you want me to sound like? Like, let me know. Who do you want me to sound like? You know, talk about like what, what's going on. Like, just, just point somebody out. Who do you want me to sound like? Hmm? I want to know. Cliff Huxtable? Like, who am I? Theo Huxtable? Like, what do you need from me? I just want to know. You know, respectfully. Respectfully. Hmm? Oh, I, you want me to sound like Roly? Roly Poly? Roland Martin? <laughs> Yippee, 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 yippee. <laughs> or Pee Wee Herbert. But we could have conversations about grown shit without using too much profanity. That is understood. So, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm trolling whoever said that. I'm just trolling right now. Respect to you. Respect to everybody that taps in. Respect to the people who, you know, uh, get fake outrage when they hear F-bombs and curses drop, but you niggas is watching. They they cursing on regular TV these days. You know what I'm talking about? You don't say anything. Are you calling the FCC and whatnot? Don't do YouTube's job for them. You know what I'm talking about? Don't do YouTube. You niggas are like working for YouTube without a fucking check, my nigga. Don't, don't become algae rhythm for YouTube. You know what I mean? Like, let them clean me up. Don't, don't do it for them. Yeah, Brian Gumble. You know what I mean? Am I Marv Alvin? Well, no, who's your man uh, who had the lawsuit? Am I Brian Allen? Uh, Byron Allen out this bitch? Uh, <laughs> I'm, By I'm, I'm Byron Allen out this motherfucker. Like, what are you doing? Don Lemonhead, right? I bet you Don Lemonhead has a super potty. They're going to catch Don Lemon on tape one day. He's going to be sounding like a seller. I promise you. I promise you. Any Right, anything goes... How dare I go live at like 1 a.m. and I'm supposed to be, uh, you know what I mean? I got to abide by you niggas' guidelines. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not happening. So, first and foremost, how is everyone doing uh, on this lovely November day, right? Where the fuck, what happened to October? I'm still looking for him. That's a whole nother story. I woke up, I looked at my phone, it was uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, the first of the month. I'm like, well, goddammit, what happened to October? Shit. Well, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? It's, 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 you know, I'm not mad because it is my birthday month and my son's birthday month. Shout out to Amir. He goes, he turns 14 on the 7th. So, you know, we got to celebrate the young God. I was looking through some pictures today. I had to clear up some of the um, clutter that I have in my um, Google Drive. And I was going down memory lane. And I was just, you know, I was admiring, you know, the growth and development of my star seeds, my children. 
You know what I'm talking about? Um, even my family members like Blue Pill, you know, Mama Pill, KT, the Arch degree. I was looking at KT's old pictures and whatnot. And, um, you know, and then the day before that, I was on my um, my Discord. Shout out to everybody on my Discord. Uh, before the night is over, we're going to take a little journey down to Discord. I'm going to show you all some of the things that we've been doing over there, building up these channels and whatnot. Like I said before, in case you may not know, you know, people hear the word Discord and they're like, oh, it's just another site. Um, we've successfully, uh, I, I did discord before with biggest crypto play ever. Shout out to them. Um, but I wasn't hands-on like that. You know, I was working, uh, doing what I was doing, but you know, we were building up biggest crypto play ever. And that's, you know, that's a whole nother, um, brand and whatnot, but going over to know the ledger, you know, that's different. Like this is, it's, it's the control, the focus, the branding, you know, uh, it's a lot, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's, it's, that's my baby. You know what I mean? Know the ledge is my baby. So know the ledger is an offshoot of that. And, you know, I have a strong team over there of admins and mods. Shout out to Little Goddess. Shout out to Dahuti. You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to everybody that's over there working with us. You feel me? And um, I created a room called Netterflix where I basically was grabbing um links like all of my like the, a lot of youtube titles the shit deeper than lake lanier like the 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 list of titles that i was blown away because i didn't even recognize i didn't even realize how much content i have on youtube you feel me i had no idea of the amount of con like i have a library unlike anything that i've ever seen i don't think that there's no conscious person in this community that has as many as much content as i have real talk like dead ass i don't think so i, I really don't and you could say oh so i never got some content but i'm talking about on different platforms i'm talking about on different platforms i'm where i'm not interviewing people i'm being interviewed and i'm going to fuck in bro i'm watching shit from 2012 and i'm straight telling the future 2014 i'm talking about bitcoin crypto the metaverse, all that shit crazy, yo. I promise you, and I'm not one. I'm not one to toot my horn. I'm not a horn tooter. But this is for y'all. If y'all just got on, to be honest with you, and I'm not trying to be facetious or nothing, but the people who know me, this was not for y'all. Because y'all know me, but you know, what? what's up? How y'all doing? People to be like, yo, Red, I've been following you for 10 years. I'm like, you just been following like you what you know no offense you know i'm not i'm not trying to sound crazy or nothing but it's like you know how long do you follow a person before you tap in and y'all do something together i would feel weird following niggas and i never did nothing and linked up with them and 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 you know broke some bread or whatever i'm just saying like you know this supposed to be a community but you know what are we doing you know what i'm talking about but anyway if you just got on to me and you don't know who we are and you think I'm just a nigga on YouTube to be talking and whatnot. And cause people be sending me videos and be like, yo, you should check this person out. I'm like, who little homie, the nigga that we put on 18 years ago, like, stop it, please. No offense, but stop sending me videos of people that, you know, we don't fuck with. And you know, people that necessarily is not on the same level like that. And I'm not, once again, I'm not being facetious, but I'm just keeping it real with you. And it's like, if you don't know the story, if you don't know where we came from, if you don't know the work that we put in, if you don't know our ties, 
if you don't know our affiliations and whatnot, I'm not going to tell you. I, I, that's not I got a lot of shit that I on my plate that I have to do. I can't spend enough time telling you that the documentary one day will tell you that. But just go and take a deep dive. Go and check me out. Go and, you know, go and figure me out. Go and, um, you know, like like if I was to, you know, because if I ever if I was to ever get into some bullshit, like catch a charge or get into some crazy shit, then niggas would do a deep dive on you. They want to know everything about you and whatnot. So just treat it like that that part you know treat it like that dive in you know what i mean dive in and you'll have a better understanding this is even before you get to the blog talk radio shows which will even take you back to 2009 10 11 and you'll you'll see the growth you know what i mean you'll see the growth and development you'll be able to measure and you'll be able to be like yo you, you know some people might be like damn y'all were deeper back then you know what i mean y'all was deeper back then and what I would say to that is the whole community and the environment was deeper. You know what I'm saying? Shit done change. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's just a different environment that we're in. You know, we were talking to a way much smaller crowd because this shit wasn't commercialized the way that it is right now. There's millions of people that are on a conscious wave. When we popped off and when, when this community, when we were building this community block by block, piece by piece, bit by bit, it was it was only a few thousands of us. It wasn't it wasn't hundreds of thousands. It was a, like, you know, and then it exploded to a million. And then that shit really exponentially exploded to many, many, many millions. If you don't think if you don't think that it's in the multi millions, I don't know what to say. I'm not here to convince you of anything. You know what I'm talking about? I'm just a gatekeeper and I'm a timekeeper. And I'm letting you know that it's a lot of people that are tapped in. You have no idea. Like I said, consciousness is the new porn. Niggas won't even tell you that they watching. They want it. They watch this shit in secrecy. You know what I'm talking about? People be tapped in in secrecy, but it's, it's it, it grew big. It grew out of control. You know, we got the woke people that are part of this shit. Like, like you know, they're kind of attached, but they're not attached. But those would be the people who you know would take that deep dive because a lot of people don't remember when they were woke, right? A lot of people don't even want to admit. That there's a time they woke. You know what I mean? You didn't just wake up super conscious. You feel me? You was part of the woke community as well. I was woke in like 98, 99. I was on some woke shit. And then 9-11 happened. And then I kind of snapped out of that. But I, I can admit that I was somewhat woke with one foot in one world and the other foot in another world. You feel me? Uh, there's nothing to be ashamed about. Nothing to be ashamed about. So definitely that would be the best way to, uh, to, to, to take our temperature. Me and Blue Pill, there's a room for the Twin Pillars slash Netflix, right? And then there's another room for the master teachers and the master students and the brothers and sisters who are stand-up individuals, right? They have their own channel and it's a whole bunch of videos. Shout out to Young Mary. She been riding with us now that's somebody who i could say from the day the date is this is this is i'm not i'm not calling her a fan because she's fam she's a super fan but she's family right there out of miami out of dave motherfucking county from the day that she tapped in you feel me she's been 100 100 with all of us with me and all of my family and i love her and i have big love for her and i always and anything that she ever needs she got it from me you feel me? She she got it from me. She got it from me. You know what I mean? I'm a Scorpio. I said it before. 
on the last show. And we're going to talk about the last show that I did. This show right here, this show right here is very important because we actually laid out a lot of the stuff that you saw happen that night on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> right. We did Saturn Day Night Live, Saturn Day Night Live. Right. So when I'm tapping into the Saturn energy, right, there's different days of the strong or my brother calls it the strong and people call it the weak. Right. Different days of the week have different kind of energies. So Saturn, Saturday is governed by Saturn, right? Saturday is governed by Saturn. So the Saturn energy that I was tapping into when I did this live, I don't do shows on Saturday, but Spirit said, do this shit on Saturday, on Saturn day. You know what I mean? Pay homage to the super fucking big. <laughs> you see MF Doom? You see MF Doom? The super villains. The super villains, right? Niggas be acting like that they don't fuck with the super villains. Everybody's looking for angel investor. I'm looking for archangels. You know what I mean? I'm look, I don't care about all of that fake angel. I'm looking for, I, I you know, I forgive you. Uh, you know, I deal with archangels. You dig what I'm saying? Anti-heroes. Anti-heroes. MF motherfucking doom. Victor Von Doom, my nigga. That energy right there. You know what I'm talking about? That energy right there. And it was on All Hallows Eve. And I was like, yo, the veils are down. The ancestors are coming to collect. To this day. Dead ass. To this day. Dead ass. The ancestors are coming to collect. You know what I'm talking about? You niggas would rather see me in some Baron Somdi shit looking all spooky and whatnot before you realize that we be talking that occult shit. You know what I'm talking about? But when we get into that darkness and whatnot, that's the occult. That's the unseen. That's the mystery, nigga. You know what I'm talking about? So on Saturn Day Light Live, on Saturn Day Night Live, I talked about Scorpio energy. Now, people mistake, you know what I mean? When you talk about the seasons or when you talk about when you when when certain signs come into play, you think that we're talking about the person per se. When I'm talking about Scorpio energy, I'm just talking about what's in the motherfucking atmosphere. When I say, yo, it's Scorpio season, don't look for Scorpio look for the season. And then you see things starting to happen. Then you understand, oh, we in that season right there. So what did I say about Scorpio? If I know the, if you know a personal Scorpio, if you know a person that embodies the spirit of the Scorpio and you understand what Scorpio season is. I said, Scorpio is big on loyalty and then we don't forget nothing. And it will lay. If you cross us, no problem. We're not going to get you right away. <laughs> we not going to get you right away. We good. You know what I'm talking about? We going to wait. We going to lay. You know what I mean? We going to wait till you chilling. We going to wait till you have children. We going to wait till you have a lovely life and whatnot. We going to wait till you get that job at UPS. Nigga, and then we going to drill. We're going to drill you with your eyes open. What does that mean? We're going to kill you with your eyes open. Slow death. We don't want you to die quick. You know what I'm talking about? We want you to suffer. That's how Scorpios give it up. That's why we tell you don't cross us. We can only say about two more, two or three times before you fuck up. And at the end of the day, it's out of our hands because we have spirits that work for us. We have the power of Scorpio energy that works for us. We will always get our revenge. We will always get our revenge. So what did I say on the show? I said, you need to, you need to travel. You need to walk like you walking on eggshells, right? This is, we in 21 Savage. Shit is lit this year. Okay. We're in Scorpio. It's already a lot of death taking place because there's people that have been people. I'm going to a funeral 
this week on Wednesdays, people, people that I know personally have made transition. Okay. I'm like, be easy because shit is real out here in these streets. You know what I'm talking about? You need to be easy because the Scorpio shit is intense this year. Right. And then I was like, whatever is laying, whatever people that are walking around and you know, you got some shit on your, on your motherfucking back. You know, you got some fucking bread on your head. You know that you, you know that you don't cross somebody. You know, you did somebody dirty. You know, you done violated my nigga. You personally should be extra motherfucking cautious because that gavel might drop on your head. I'm telling you. And what happened a few hours later? A perfect, because this is about the great divine speaking through sign. This is, a, this is about lessons. I'm here to teach a lesson and I'm here to learn lessons as I walk this earth and what. Now, I'm not walking this earth with my head in the motherfucking sand like an ostrich. What about the Scorpios, the cross people? See, the thing about Scorpios, you know, we the biggest hypocrites. You know what I mean? I could say that to you honestly. You know what I mean? We have a lot of stipulations, but it's not to say that we don't fucking cross them. You know what I'm talking about? I'm just keeping it real. You know what I mean? I'm just keeping it real. We big on loyalty, but we will cross you. You know what I mean? And we'll just have to suffer the consequences. But don't cross us, though. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Ain't it fucked up? Ain't it fucked up? Ain't that some fucked up shit? But that's just the way that the ball bounces sometimes. You know, we get, you know, we we get worked out. You know what I'm talking about? We get out, we get our bumps and bruises. And that's our struggle in life. That's the, like I said on the show, I was being wild transparent. I think I'm the most trans, I think I'm one of the most transparent teachers that you niggas have ever seen in this generation. To be honest with you, a lot of people don't be putting their shit out there like that. Motherfuckers be behind these masks a lot. But I let you know that we have struggles in life. You know what I mean? We have struggles. We have we're having internal wars. We have an internal wars a lot. We we fight internal wars consistently, my nigga. You know what I mean? That's why I be telling people, don't cry for me, Argentina. The shit that I'm going through, you have no fucking idea. The shit that I got to deal with internally, I'm not worrying about nothing outside of myself. I'm scared of the nigga that's inside of my head. You know what I'm talking about? Because Scorpio's that's why I was saying that if you cross us, we have the capability to, to, to throw it all away, right? And throw our freedom away. We have the capability to be some hot-headed niggas and just pop off with calculated and whatnot and give it all up and whatnot. We, we might body you in front of Popo. You know what I'm talking about? We them niggas that at the courtroom, we hopping over, you know what I mean? When the judge is sentencing, we, we the ones that hop over the fence and start uh and doing the uh the, the inmate and whatnot, duffing them out. Like, fuck that. Boop, boop, boop. Fuck that. You know what I mean? Like, we, we don't, sometimes we just are impulsive. Sometimes we are just impulsive. Ladies, if you got yourself a Scorpio man, hold that man and give him his space at the same damn time. Because that's something that we do need as well. We don't try, we like to be coddled and sometimes we like to be held, but we're reclusive and whatnot. You know what I mean? We don't, we're not fucking, you know what I mean? We're not boss baby. Don't hold on to us for too long because we'll get tired of you. You know what I mean? And once we get tired of you, it's a wrap. It's a wrapping tent. It's a rentals and whatnot. That's another trait that we have. You feel me? That's another trait. We, we, if we get tired of something, we move on. You know? The dog. What are you talking about? We're not represented by no dog. <laughs> we represented by the scorpion. We represented by... I read the, I read the breakdown. I read the breakdown on that show on Saturday. I did everything that I needed to do to put this shit out there 
And if motherfuckers are not listening, it's not on me. I did my part. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm fulfilling my contract, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? You told me to take the wheel and I'm driving. You know what I mean? Like, I'm fulfilling my contract. My ancestors, you know, they know what I'm out here doing. You know? I'm fulfilling my contract. I'm doing my part. I'm living out. I'm, this is my bid right here. This is my community service. I'm playing. I'm, I'm doing what I was told to do. Now, if people listen and they pay attention, that's on them. You know, once I get it out there, it's out there. But I was like, look. Scorpio. There's the sign of the Scorpio, which would be considered the lizard as well, or the snake. That's us in our lowest form, right? Who's the sign of that? Joe Biden. Right? Boozy, when he was catching bodies, because I share a birthday with Boozy, Prince Charles, Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza Rice probably is a darker Scorpio, right? She's a November Scorpio. She's on my birthday, my exact date, the 14th. There's a lot of Scorpios out there, but the motherfuckers on my exact day that I could remember is Boozy Badass, right? Uh, Condoleezza Rice and your boy Prince Charles, right? From over there in England. And you already know what they do. <laughs> Joe Biden, whole Biden, right? You know, whole Biden with his uncontrollable Scorpio nature where he can't stop, you know, he can't control his sexual nature. So he's always on film touching people. You dig what I'm saying? He's always on film coddling and, 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 you know, doing all of that, that weird shit that he does. Right. That's him. OK, that's that's that would be the Scorpio in his lowest nature. Um, Boozy badass. Right. Would be. You know, I don't know if he's evolved like that, because to be honest with you, I haven't been really I, I followed him, wiped me down and all of that. But I'm not all the way in on the boozy train. You know what I mean? I'm not the biggest boozy fan and whatnot. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know, I know some of his catalog, but I don't know his whole entire story. But what I do know is after he came home, you know, he's been trying his best to try to steer a more righteous, a clearer path, just in a way that he knows. Now, when people hear people talk about changing, they thinking niggas are supposed to become pastors and deacons and whatnot. Ain't what I'm talking about. Then that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about whatever he's doing. He's trying to do it a little more cleaner than he did it last time. So he didn't get jammed up. You feel me? And he has Scorpio nature. He's, he, he, he's, he, you know, I don't, I don't blame him for the shit that he be doing. He's hot headed. He's wild, ignorant. He's a, he's a, he's a fucking misogynist in some ways. You know what I mean? He has a, uh, you know, the shit that he be projecting on little Nas X. That's his internal struggle that you're seeing. You know what I'm talking about? That's all personal right there. That's all personal. That's nothing that he has against Little Nas X. That's what he has when he looks at Boozy in the mirror. You dig what I'm saying? So he's in his Scorpio lower self bag all the fucking way. Because you could, you could be a master of the lower or the higher self. Drake, who's a Scorpio, who's an October Scorpio, is a Scorpio, I would say he would be more like an eagle Scorpio because of the fact that he's able to um, express his feelings and whatnot, the way that he's able to channel and tap into his feelings and whatnot, the way that he's able to, quote unquote, deal with the opposite sex and whatnot. He's a ladies man. You dig what I'm saying? He's a ladies man. Um, people say that he's soft. 
People say that he's a pushover. I say that he's one, he's a master strategist and whatnot. And he swooped down like an eagle and he killed a few niggas that went after him. Scorpio shit. P. Diddy, right? A Scorpio who hasn't necessarily tapped into somebody said Drake can't keep a woman. Bro, if Drake came amongst your shorty right now, right? You couldn't keep her. Fuck is you talking about? You talking about? Why would you want to keep a woman when you have your pick at millions of women? What are you talking about? He can't keep a woman. Maybe he don't want to fucking keep a woman. You know what I'm talking about? Maybe he knows that he could get any fucking woman that he wants. Maybe every room that he walks into, he could read the room and he knows that he could walk out of there with damn near any woman that he wants. What are you talking day. about? Oh, he can't keep a woman. To this day. He don't want a woman. What are you talking about? What is this nigga doing? What he's doing? He's doing this shit to... Remember, you saw him mature and change before your very own eyes. If you're being honest and you take your emotions and that fake hate the niggas, that, that player hated shit the niggas be having, you saw this man evolve. He got more comfortable in his skin. He's comfortable in his beard right now. I don't know if you realize that or not. You know what I'm talking about? He's comfortable in his beard right now. He's a weird nigga from Canada but I'm not here to judge. I'm only here to smudge. Everybody can't be alphas. He's comfortable. He grew into his beard. Okay. And the L's that he has taken, he got more W's than L's. He's, he's, he's the closest thing in the rap game, right? He's the closest thing. He, the Jay-Z wakes up every day worried about this nigga. Okay. Your man not is is bigger than Kanye. Kanye is just the young. He's the little homie trying to stop this nigga from clipping his big brother. This nigga wakes up thinking about Drake because he's on his fucking heels. Okay, he don't gotta be nobody cup of tea. I'm just giving you the rundown of the personalities of Scorpio. That's what people all yeah people we we're not here talk about who we like and who we don't like. Because nine times, I've been around mad women before. Nine times out of ten, it's niggas that they say that they don't like, they wind up letting them hit. I don't buy that shit no more. I don't like that nigga. Yeah, all right. I know, I know what that's code word for. You know what I mean? You can't have them sometimes. But I don't fall for that shit. Like, I've been outside too long. I've been outside too long. You know what I'm talking about? Fellas, fall for that one. I don't like him. That means she on him. You know what I'm talking about? In secrecy. I don't like white men. When I hear a sister say that, a whole type sister, a shea butter, I get out the room quick because I already know what that means. You know what I mean? You out there watching Ron Jeremy, you know what I'm saying? Secretly, respectfully on the low. To this day! To this day! Bring me his head if it's all that. Body something. Spin the block. You know what I mean? Line them up if that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Line them up. You know what I mean? Other than that, I, I ain't buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. You know what I'm talking about? I'm good. That's the red flag emoji. You know what I mean? But anyway, P. Diddy, right? How many times did he change his name? Sean Combs, P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Brother Love. That is a Scorpion trait. That's what Scorpios do. We resurrect. We change our names. My name was Wisdom. When I first came out, I was a, I was a, I was writing it. I wasn't a graffiti writer, but when I would tag, that was my tag wisdom. Right. Then I become Phil figure, right. That's my booster name. 
then I become twin. That's when I'm outside. I'm 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 with the shits. I'm outside. You know what I mean? Then I become uh Fillmore or Filthmore, right? Philip Thomas Morland. I just put my whole name together. I put my whole name together. Philip Thomas Morland, and that's Filthmore. And I be, niggas used to be like, "Damn, why? What, what's filthy about you?" I'm like, "Nigga, that's just my name. That's my attribute. That's just I'm just bringing it together." And then from Filthmore, I come. They start calling me Phil the More, right? Niggas thought that I left the E out and whatnot. Fill the more, and then I become red pill, right? These are my attributes, but these would be called my alter egos because every single one of those attributes, I it, it carries a certain frequency and whatnot. When I go into the hood and niggas is like, yo, twin, what up? I snap right back into twin. <laughs> What's good, my nigga? What's popping? Where it's at? Let me hold something. You dig what I'm saying? Let me hold something. I'm not all bougie and whatnot. No, I'm not twin anymore. You know what I mean? I'm called address me by red pill. You know what I mean? No, nigga. I'm all that. I'm a I'm a I'm a combination of all of that. Fuck is you saying? Yeah, I would never be red pill if I wasn't twin. I could never be twin if I wasn't Phil figure. You know what I mean? I couldn't be filth more if I wasn't wisdom. Blue pill was named felony when I was wisdom. That's just for your, you know, that's one of those black jeopardy things. You dig what I'm saying? But these are the different skins. These are the different alter egos. And I grew out of those alter egos and I kept evolving. Henceforth, why I was telling people, oh, nah, this red pill shit is becoming, you know what I mean? We're almost at the end of this road. You know what I'm talking about? I, I don't, you know, a nigga, I, like I said, I have a humongous archive of all red pill shit. You'll never miss him because you could go and press play and watch me. You know what I mean? I'll be, you'll be able to tap in and tap into that person. But I got things to do. You know, I have evolving and transforming to do. And I have a new skin to grow into. So we're going to leave that alone one day. I might go ahead and just get my, you know, my spiritual name. I might get my spiritual name on. I might go to the Congo and come back. You know what I'm saying? Mustafa Ali. You never know. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. It is what it is. You feel me? What's my favorite animal and why? Oh, you can't tell? It's the chinchilla and I'm wearing it. That's why. It gotta be the chinchilla. You know what I'm talking about? It gotta be. So, P. Diddy, right? And the thing about P. Diddy outside of the larceny outside of the shadiness right outside of that what is his attribute what is his scorpionic power he could sit in the background and make other people shine that's his power he's a kingmaker and he'll help you shine for an amount of time right but he could also snatch your light he's a very dark scorpio okay if anybody knows about a bit, people know about Diddy behind the scenes, they'll be like, that nigga's a control freak. He's a maniac. And he gets, and he puts in mad work on a, on a, on a, on a dark round. He'll get you touched. Okay. You think that this nigga's just about dancing and whatnot and doing mad metrosexual shit. He will get you touched. Okay. So I'm not out here throwing nobody's business out there, but he is um, very much in his Scorpio nature. And then, of course, he's, you know, when it comes to the ladies and whatnot, you've heard. And even when it comes to the men, 
you've heard the rumors and whatnot. That's Scorpio shit. You know what I mean? The, because we are about sex. We're about the sexual nature and whatnot. So when it's the sexual nature, it could either be a perverted nature or it could be a nature in which you master and you just become a cocksmith, you know, a ladies' man, you know, a gallus. You know, you know what they call it? Gallus. A gallus. You know what I'm talking about? A gallus. Right? That's our nature. You know, Mr. Marcus, that part. You know? It is what it is. You know what I mean? When you understand these signs and the energy, you'll understand what you're looking at. People are always throwing their emotions. They don't know what they're looking at. You know what I'm talking about? They don't know what they're looking at. And what he's trying his best to do with the whole brother love thing and what he's trying his best to do with his recreation and things that he's trying to clean his aura, he's trying to clean his karma, and he's trying to transform into that phoenix bird. That's his. That's one of his missions. You feel me? That's one of his missions. You know? Do I know why Aubrey Graham chose the name Drake? No, Mr. Anderson. Why did he? Why did he? See how the elbow was matching the chinchilla? Yeah. Coordinate, my niggas. Coordinate. You know what I'm talking about? Coordinate. You had your 40-second solar return? That's beautiful. Let me share something with you before we continue. Having rotations around the sun, right? There's something called a fine wine refinery. There's nothing lit, more lit than, you know, moving forward and getting what they call, not, not I don't like older, but more elder, okay? Tapping into your eldership, okay? Or tapping into your elderhood. It is a gift. You understand? It is a gift. Of course, it has its pros and cons. We know this. But when it comes to your mental state, when it comes to how you're able to see things, when it comes to the way that the 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 um the information is going to be revealed to you, because I'm a I'm a I'm an adherent of the 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 fact that you we have information that's time released. We have information this time release based off of your rotations and whatnot. And then when you move around this sun, when you rotate and whatnot, it's almost like a smart contract. The information is released to you. This information was not available. You could not tap into this information at 19 and 20 and 20 and whatnot. You dig what I'm saying? And you should be careful about speeding up that process because some people tapping into it too late and whatnot. And then they shoot their load at 20 pop smoke. Yo, son had a, he had an old man spirit. Yeah, but he died in his 30s, right? He died in his 30s, he died in his 20s, died at 18 and whatnot. So you want to preserve, you want to preserve, you want to be patient. You dig what I'm saying? You want to be patient. So for everybody who's having these rotations and whatnot and they're gaining age and they're gaining wisdom and whatnot, salute to all of y'all. You know what I mean? Salute to everybody. They try to shame People getting old in the black community or the nigga kingdom and whatnot. And that's everything farther from what it really is. Shame on you niggas. You know, I don't know where we even got that from. They blame it on Willie Lynch. I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not giving that nigga all the credit. You niggas give so much credit for one letter and whatnot. I don't know. But whatever, whoever the fuck started it needs to stop it. 
it's a privilege to be older or to gain some motherfucking wisdom and some years on you in uh in a nigga kingdom the way these niggas be killing everybody you know what i'm talking about the way these niggas be trying to take your ass out shit but anyway i was giving you the rundown of scorpios and then oh, sierra's a scorpio sierra's a scorpio right future is on the cusp of scorpio right and sag he's a dangerous motherfucker you know what i'm talking about you seen what happened to him when he got crossed right you seen what happened to him when he got crossed we got some of the best mixtapes ever made to this day to this day <laughs> monster <laughs> monster beast mode you heard you heard you heard him talking greasy to his baby mama. Uh, I can't even say if I co-sign it or not. You heard him talking greasy. It is what it is. You know what I'm talking about? You know, she she had to go and get her uh, opposite of that nigga after that. You know what I mean? She went and got her opposite. She went and got Russell uh, Wilson. <laughs> now Russell Simmons, pause. Russell Wilson, the complete polar opposite of your boy. 21 Savage is a fucking Scorpio, all right? I'm just giving y'all. He's forever in his darkness. Future is forever in his darkness after that shit. He'll never go back to, you know what I mean? He'll never be the same again. The wound, whatever wound she gave him, whatever wound, whatever, whatever wound, whatever wound he had to suffer, it turned him into a monster. That's why he named it Monster. You understand? Y'all got to be careful with the way that y'all be handling niggas because y'all could turn niggas into monsters and everybody else is going to suffer. You know what I'm talking about? Everybody else around them will suffer and whatnot. You know what I mean? Scorpio men are feminine. They tap into feminine energy. Just look at the tree of life. It's on the feminine side. That is true. You know what I mean? That is true. Leonardo DiCaprio is a Scorpio. You know, uh, war is feminine. You dig what I'm saying? Music is feminine. You know what I'm talking about? You know, we, we could balance both sides. That is definitely true. You know? 21, 21. You know what I'm talking about? All this nigga talks about is killing and fucking. That's 21 Savage. That's all he, he talks. He talks about nothing else but slaughter gang. He's bodying niggas and he's hitting, and he's, and he's hitting chicks and he's very vivid about it. Okay. Old dirty bastard, right? A supreme Scorpio, born a day after me and died on the thirteenth. On AA Rashid, AA Rashid is a Scorpio. The Kabbalah God, Mister Dog Food, Scorpio, November the thirteenth. Like I'm giving you an archetype right here. Like I said, we're, we're we're somewhat ruled by a certain type of energy. We are somewhat of the archetypes, but the Scorpio energy. If there was no Scorpios on this planet. That energy is still prevalent during this calendar, during this quote unquote time period that we're in. So when you see certain people getting, when you see certain things going on out there, when you see certain things going on outside, dealing with life and death, dealing with sex, right? And murder, that's full Scorpio energy. It's very Scorpionic energy and whatnot. You know what I mean? So it's no surprise that I seen uh, that, that what happened to Alpo happened to Alpo 
during Scorpio season on on Halloween, on All Hallows Eve, right? When the ancestors were here to collect, you know what I mean? You do somebody dirty and you kill them or you do somebody dirty and you body them and you murder them in cold blood. You feel me? You got to deal with that for your whole life. Niggas be running around trying to make this shit like it's somewhat to be, uh, you know, they romanticize killing these days, especially in the rap game and whatnot. And our children, not, you know, yeah, you on your whole type shit, you be chewing on broccoli sprouts and whatnot. You got the whole CMOS regiment. You're healed, right? Allegedly, you're healed. But these children that are coming up, they have no rights of passage. Their rights of passage is listening to NBA Youngboy and whatnot and playing Fortnite. Yeah, they're being indoctrinated super heavy and whatnot because their, their, their class of artists is not like the class of our artists. These niggas are really killing shit, okay? These niggas are really killing shit, okay? They're really bodying something. Let's be clear. They're really killing. They're really drilling out here. They really are doing that. You know what I'm talking about? So the children are infatuated. They're encapsulated. You saw Rolling Loud. You know what I mean? White children, black children, Asians, Latina X. You know what I'm talking about? A lot of, it don't matter. It's not, it's, it has no color barrier. They are capturing the minds and the hearts of Algerians, Nigerians, Australians, uh, niggas in Ireland. They're drilling everywhere around the planet. Ghanaians. Okay. That's a heavy Scorpio energy that you're seeing. That's big Scorpio energy right there. Big Scorpio energy. Right? But won't throw hands. Uh, they'll body something, though. Willie D and Scarface. Scorpio. Do you see a pattern? Do you see a pattern? Do you see a pattern? The pillar. Wait, go and look up Bushwick Bill. Was he a Scorpio too? I, I, these niggas, look, Scorpio. I was scared. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. When I heard Mr. Mr. Scarface, Mr. Mr. Scarface is walking down the block. Out, and I saw the album cover where they had the shotgun pointed to dude's head. And that shit dropped on. I was, I was a youth. I was a jit, my nigga. I was a young. I was like my son's age. I was horrified. In a good way, like good horror. You niggas watch Jason, one, two, three, four, five, Halloween, motherfucking uh, 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 Candyman, right? You you love blood and guts. You love gore, but you niggas are so fucking judgmental about the rappers and whatnot, right? You love gore. You love to see when Jason hit the nigga in the nose bone with the machete and whatnot. People love the gore, right? Al Gore. You love the gut. You love the blood. You love the guts. You love horror. You niggas is watching Annabelle and all of this stupid shit. Like, I don't even... I cut my horror movie. I don't even watch the new era of horror movies. I think I stopped and like, what was the last horror movie I really indulged in? I don't watch none of that new shit. You feel me? Maybe the last one that I saw was the one with Shorty who came out the TV screen and whatnot. But that was it. And I'm not even talking poltergeist. I'm talking about The Ring. And then I started seeing, I'm like, yo, they're really splicing mad images and, and mad code. They're really programming people with these movies. Like Chucky and Friday the 13th was, that shit had niggas killing for real. They was programming us. They had all kinds of subliminal messages in the movies. 
all kind of shit that we didn't catch on and whatnot. Niggas was henceforth why you see an Alpo and shit like that in our hoods and whatnot. Niggas was they were becoming hard, they were killing people in ways that they never killed them before. They were they were they were torturing people like saw one and two and three. They was putting heads in the box like seven and whatnot. They was doing all of that. I've witnessed that. I, I witnessed that in my era coming up in the 80s, the late 80s and the 90s. Niggas wasn't niggas was watching Chucky smoking bad weed and whatnot, drinking 40 ounces. That shit fucked us up. I wouldn't drink no 40, but I'm saying the OGs and whatnot, the old heads, niggas in the West Coast, the, the gangbangers and whatnot, you know, they were watching these horror movies and whatnot. Dudes in Chicago watching uh, Candyman. Candyman was in Cabrini Green. He was in the fucking PJs. He was in the PJs. That indoctrinated our, our generation. So these new kids... I feel bad for them because their horror movies is like scream. It is bad. Like it's bad acting and whatnot. It's horrible. You feel me? Yeah. Freddy Krueger. Legend. You know what I'm talking about? Legend. I think I had, uh, I had baby nightmares. Caitlyn Jenner is a Scorpio. Exactly. Right. That Scorpio energy going bad. Bruce Jenner couldn't control whatever he could. He got, he lost whatever control that he had and he becomes Caitlyn Jenner and whatnot. A lot of that has to do with him losing the inner fight. He lost that inner war and whatnot. And he let the feminine side take all the way over. Henceforth, he became abroad. You feel me? You know what I'm talking about? That part. Halloween kills. You know? Yeah, dude that was dressed up like a joker went on a stabbing spree in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? You seen how the joker made a billion dollars and whatnot when it came out. And people were encapsulated. Look, New York City, right, was not Gotham City-like before the joker had came out. Right after the joker comes out, New York City uh, immediately switches, right? I was in the UK, right? I was in United Kingdom, we was in Manchester. Me and Blue Pill went to the movies that night and watched it in Manchester in the UK. So that was before C-19. That was in 2019, right? So after New York has the situation with George Floyd, after the lockdown, when they start rioting and whatnot, they was running over Popo. They was on 42nd. 42nd turned into the 42nd that they depicted in that movie right after that. Prop. Who's from New York? Whoever's from New York, back me up. I seen y'all when I was doing roll call. Whoever's, uh, nah, it's, it's mad late. Nick's from New York asleep. But if you know what you know, if you know, you know. New York, right? Because in the, in the Joker movie, they was talking about super rats, right? They was talking about super rats. Henceforth, Takashi, right? Henceforth, Takashi, who people are saying that's going to be the next body, right? So they was like, super rats have taken over. Uh, it's crime in the streets, you feel me? Yeah, you in Harlem. What up, East 49? It's crime in the streets. You know what I mean? The police don't have a handle of the thing. It's crimes in the streets. Um, it's it's all kind of lawlessness. And I promise you, immediately after the Joker came out, that's what happened to New York. That shit fell into Gotham immediately. You've seen the scene where the Jokers are on 42nd Street that when 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 they killed Bruce when when they killed Bruce Banner's parents. Go on 42nd Street. There was mass shootings this summer. 
Niggas is getting clapped. They selling drugs in an open. Uh, a nigga that I knew from Harlem got bagged on a bus and what? These niggas had an open air crack market on in Disneyland, 42nd Street. They selling box on the deuce again. There's women walking up and down. You know what I'm talking about? Uber skeets, nigga. Uber skeets on 42nd Street right there. Right by the McDonald's. Right by the Spider-Man play. Right by the Lion King. They selling cat in the Serengeti. Right there in the jungle. Right in the jungle. Right on 42nd Street. Shit spooky, nigga. It's, it's spooky outside. That part. Yeah, Uber skeets. You could pull up and order something. Huh, how about that? What was you talking about? You know what I mean? And it was never like that. We're talking about Disneyland. They turned 42nd Street into Disneyland. You could you could walk on 42nd Street years ago with a hundred diamond chains on. The naked cowboy was walking around. He didn't have no problem. You know what I mean? Niggas was walking around flossing. You know what I mean? You you brought Bay out there. You I'm a, you know, I'm gonna take you out the hood. Mama, I'm gonna take you out of Memphis. I'm gonna take you to 42nd Street. We're gonna go see the lights and everything. You know, that was a tourist destination. Now it's a trap. Now it's a trap. Right? <laughs> yeah, side order of some itch and some scratch. Some 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 uh <laughs> some ill and owl scratch. You know what I mean? Uber skeets with a side order of some ill and owl scratch, because that's what you're finna get. That's what the shit turned into. The Bronx is out of control. The Bronx crime rate went through the fucking roof immediately after that movie came out. Brooklyn started drilling immediately after the movie came out. Pop Smoke died and the drill shit went global. And these niggas are killing. They wilding on levels that you've never seen. I've never seen this shit go down in New York like that, the way that I'm seeing it. That, to me, has a lot to do with that movie. And th th these niggas got, they had their, whatchamacallit, these niggas had, he didn't get killed Halloween Eve. He got killed 3 a.m. Let's be clear. Let's be specific. He got killed at 3 a.m. That was Halloween day. Okay? And he got killed, all right, he got killed on All Hallows Eve. Right? He got killed on All Hallows Eve. Right? When the gates were down. When the gates were down. And the spirit of Rich Porter in Harlem is stronger than the spirit of Alpo. Let's be clear. He's an Egregor. Hey, yo, hey, niggas get shot every day, B. You be all right, nigga. The spirit or the Egregor of Rich Porter. This ain't about rich and poe. This is about rich and poe. His spirit is stronger than Alpo's. And Alpo being in Harlem on a day when the spirits come for their revenge and when the spirits, when the veil is thin, Coco, right? Disney Coco. He got sent up. They fed the ancestors. That was a ritual. Ancestors got fed that day. How about that? Ancestors got fed that day. That's how that shit works. Okay? That's how it works. I would not be in Harlem if I killed something in Harlem. You know what I mean? In, in cold blood. And it wasn't a righteous kill. And he didn't, he didn't kill that man for something righteous. He didn't kill him defending himself. He didn't kill that man because he got done wrong and whatnot. 
he killed them over a brick, right? And it been a bunch of grimy niggas that have taken that and ran with it. And that shit turned New York into a very grimier. It was already somewhat grimy, but Harlem wasn't known for the griminess the way that Brooklyn, the Bronx, and other places were known. And then that shit turned into a motherfucking grime, a, a, a grime spot. Niggas started doing each other dirty after that because they was like, yeah, you got killed during the witching hour. Fuck is y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't listen to Bobby? Y'all don't listen to Bobby? Niggas don't want to do t-shirts. They just want to wear t-shirts. Niggas don't want to do research. They just want to wear t-shirts. Huh? They didn't believe in Bobby. They don't want to do research. Nah, they just want to wear t-shirts. That's what they do in this community. They just want to wear t-shirts. They not really studying this shit. They not, they not incorporating. They trying to look into, oh, we already won the war and the ancestors are coming back on a, on a mothership. Yeah, nigga. Uh, I hear you. That part. But uh, what's going on in these streets though? Outside. <laughs> what's going on outside? Because Bobby gave me the glasses to see these niggas outside. These knuckle draggers. I'm able to see the motherfucking hell. It's hell on earth, nigga. It's hell on earth. I don't know every. I mean, we the roll call, so I know all of y'all live, but I don't know what's going on in all of y'all uh, neighborhoods or your hoods and whatnot in your facilities. But I'm in the Empire State. I'm in New York City, my niggas. You dig what I'm saying? And that story right there, that narrative, has encapsulated a whole generation of people that I grew up around. When they started showing those hood DVDs and whatnot, these niggas were worshiping that. That story is is a, is a folk story in New York City right there. That is a folk story. Okay, let's get into this lecture though, man. I'm running my mouth. Let's get into some slides and shit. You know what I mean? Y'all hit the cash app, man. I ain't even gonna say nothing about because I'm not him. I'm not gonna be telling you know, you know, huh? Hit the cash app though. You know what I mean? Hit the like button. Hit the follow. You know, all of that flyness, man. You know what I mean? We grown. I don't want to be telling grown people how to move, especially late at night like this. You smell me? That's not that's not gangster to me. You know what I mean? We should be so gangster that we just do shit without being told what to do. Or, you know, I'm not treating no grown people like they chillins. You know what I'm saying? We, I got grandparents on the line with us. Like, you know, stuff for law. Stuff for law. You know what I'm talking about? But yeah, so yeah, go back and check out Saturn Day Live. It was super lit. We was in the building. We was turned up. You know what I mean? We was giving it up. We was dropping a lot of information. You know what I'm talking about? And I, I explained a lot of things that day. You feel me? Rising power to the super villain MF motherfucking Doom, Victor Von Doom, right? Because Alpo. Is a super villain, right? He's a super villain. He's an anti-hero in the hood, right? But you niggas love the villain. You love the Joker. You love the you love the Joker. You love you love the Harley Quinn, right? The shorties wanted to be Harley Quinn on Halloween. Everybody dresses up like the villain. To this day, niggas ain't dressing up day. like Jesus. 
Niggas ain't dressing up like Jesus, right? They ain't, they ain't dressing up like Jesus. On Halloween, on All Hallows' Eve, everybody is wearing devil tails and horns and whatnot. You channeling your darker self, right? Your spirit to this day. self. You that's who you, that's who you, day. that's who you fuck with. Stop playing. And if you wasn't living in a Christian society with rules and whatnot and regulations, niggas would be into their primal self and whatnot. They'd be doing primal shit that they are doing in the hood because of, you know, they've been, I've seen videos, you know, just go, go ahead and binge on world star. You'll see man in his primal self niggas is on a primal shit. You know what I mean? When the police stopped coming around because of the riots and they're like, you know what? We're just going to protest. You know, it's called the Minneapolis effect. Murder is up 300% in black America. Niggas is out here laying each other the fuck down brains in the streets. Right. I've seen videos when niggas is having sex in the street at bus stops, giving back shots. You know what I mean? Sex wide in the open type shit. Niggas is out here eating, uh, you know, uh, eat, eat a booty gang in the streets, nigga. Savage. Straight savage. To this day. To this day. They don't even do shit like that in Afghanistan. They don't even do shit like that in war-torn countries. The savagery, the knuckle-dragger shit. Motherfuckers have fallen to a new rung of Kali Yuga in these motherfucking streets. You understand me? You can play with it if you want. You can live in denial if you want. You could play Disneyland all day, my nigga. I told you before, this is a prison planet. This ain't it. You got rocked to sleep by Walt Disney, nigga. This is a prison planet, nigga. This is a prison planet. Visit the granite, huh? But don't judge us. We out here fighting for our lives. Bacteria trying to kill us. Pigeons is trying to fly in our motherfucking house. You know what I mean? It's all kind of shit going on. Rats is out here trying to bite niggas and, you know, giving you all kind of uh, rabies and shit like that. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, if you let the dog off the leash, the pit bulls will mangle you. Pit bull terriers. If anybody want a pit bull terrier, uh, hit me up. Yeah, hit me up. I got the plugging tin. You know, what I'm, talking? I'm talking exotic shit. Hit me up. You know what I mean? I'll drop my email in a minute. You know what I mean? I know you niggas love your dogs. Uh, this is a prison planet. Everything is trying to kill each other. There's no peace in this bitch. You, the niggas is just playing that because it's the rule of law that tells you to play nice, talk to me nice and whatnot. But if there was no rule of law, niggas would be on a Geechee Gotti shit every day. Okay? Once again, we have the metal crypto bundle for anybody that's just coming up in here. This is the answer to a lot of people who are asking me a million questions about the metaverse. I'm like, no problem. I got you. You were kind of late when we were doing all of these classes starting uh, the beginning of this year. We already knocked out four of them. So we put everything into a bundle. These are all workshops that cost $100 each. We're putting it together for two bills and whatnot. 12 plus hours of information. Hit me up. Stream chasers. Limited time offer. All right. Limited time offer. This is about getting to this ain't about this ain't about learning about it. This is about opening up multiple income streams. I'm about to show you how these children are out here killing each other and they're they're tapped into the killers, they're tapped into the dealers. Alpo is dead, but Alpo uh uh, uh he multiplied by a thousand. There's a thousand out there's about a hundred thousand Alpos that are running around. There's outposts in the industry. There's outposts in the streets. There's outposts in the gangs and whatnot. There's outposts in your fucking child's school and whatnot. So the children are more at risk today than they were before. 
this is going to save them. The metaverse and all of the crypto talking on everything is really not for the adults. The NFTs and DeFi, it is for the adults, but it's really for the children, the at-risk youth and whatnot. So what I want to do is empower you with the information and the tools that you could utilize to be a fucking big dog in your hood, to be the big homie around your way, to be the big homie online, to be a big homie in your organization, whatever it may be, right? Homeschoolers. Uh, uh, daycare centers, after school centers, instead of having these children going shooting balls and whatnot and doing all of that, we could be like, look, we want to tap you in to this new thing because they're in the metaverse already if they play Fortnite, Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops, if they play Roblox, the little ones that are playing, my daughter is in love with the Roblox, she's on Roblox every day if she gets a chance. You feel me? So they're already in the metaverse. That is, baby, that's metaverse one-on-one right there. Well, the only thing that this the, the, uh, Zuckerberg and a bunch of other people are going to do is they're going to take them into that shit so they could be virtually inside of it. So instead of being fear mongers, you should have, you before, before you lose the learning curve, right? Because there's still a digital divide and whatnot. Before you get left in the dust and you get lost and whatnot in this early stage that we're in, the same way that it was with social media. I'm telling niggas, yo, hop on the gram, hop on YouTube, hop on the book. This is in 2005, six, seven, eight. Niggas was too cool. Now they hit me up like, yo, you got mad followers. Can I follow you? out of here you niggas are late bro you could have been you could have been a super influencer you could have been rich you could have had mad you could have been selling products you could have been a boss you didn't have to be selling dog food you didn't have to be kicking down doors you didn't have to be tying people up you know what i mean you didn't have to be doing that's all analog shit you understand there's legal money out here out the wazuzu you don't have to be taking penitentiary chances and leaving your family uh, 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 vulnerable and whatnot. Niggas is out here getting locked up. You leaving your family vulnerable. You feel me? I don't respect that. If you know, you know. So let's get into it. We're gonna we're gonna walk a little bit through this. We're gonna walk our dogs tonight, right? So the same night that Alpo get murdered. Right. Look how look how life works. Look at the irony in this. Look at the poeticness in this. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Induction. Tina Turner. The Foo Fighters. Gil Scott Heron. Right. The legend. LL Cool J. Right. But the one who made the headlines the most that everybody's talking about is yours truly. Young Hova. Jay-Z, right? The big homie, okay? Once again, he's a Sag, right? This is a super Sag right here. We broke down Scorpios, you know what I mean? We could get into the Sages. Dr. Sabi's a fucking Sag, right? Dr. Sabi's a Sag. My wife is a Sag, right? Dr. Sabi's a Sag. There's a few Sages out here. Sages are dangerous, okay? I don't sleep on Sages and whatnot. I kind of like, you know, I, that Sages are dangerous. Let's just keep it at that. I don't, you know, people are going to add what their emotions about Jay-Z and their judgment and everything. I'm a reporter. I'm a teacher, right? I'm a scholar. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a hip-hop enthusiast. I come from this era that he heavily influenced, right? Along with 
the characters that were in the streets, like the Alpo, who heavily influenced the subliminal mind. Because niggas won't tell you that they might be doing the things that they're doing because they watch these DVDs of these documentaries and they wanted to be vicariously an Alpo or a Rich Poe or an AZ and whatnot, or they wanted to be a Nas or a Jay-Z or a Wu-Tang and whatnot. They won't admit to that, that they wanted to be a Biggie or a Tupac, but I, nigga, I know. <laughs> I've been outside longer than a lot of people. I know what I, I know what, I know I see nerds turn into motherfucking birds. You understand? I've seen it happen. I seen nerds turn into birds overnight. Niggas put them bifocals away and then they got out and they hopped off the porch and got their shit pushed back and whatnot. I seen it happen trying to chase behind the motherfucking uh the street the street legends. So Basquiat's doppelganger, Sean Carter. Mr. Jay-Z, he said, I didn't tell you to sell crack, right? I sold crack, so you didn't have to do that, right? Uh, he gets recognized. He gets inducted by your favorite comedian of the moment, Dave Chappelle, right? Mr. Dave Chappelle induces him and pulls him in, right? He's considered to be a success story because of where he comes from, right? We're talking about post- Ronald Reagan crack era. If you niggas want to judge and point fingers, you might not understand what the you what this generation represents. <laughs> you might not understand the world that we live in. You might not understand the dark side of things. You might be trying to act like you're too conscious. You know what I mean? You might be acting too fucking Christian for me right now. You dig what I'm saying? You might be acting wild judgmental after you just finished taking a sniff of a line and shooting up some dope. Or listening to some motherfucking little baby or some little Uzis or some motherfucking little boozies. You feel me? Like people are very judgmental and it's okay. I don't care about that. I don't, I don't get my panties caught up in a bunch. You dig what I'm saying? It is what it is. That's some shit that you got to deal with. You dig what I mean? That's some shit that you got to deal with that you might not be able to keep it 100 with yourself. And you, you project. You feel me? You project. You project. So... I'm not projecting. I'm here to say that when it comes to an artist such as Sean Combs, I never sold crack. So I don't suffer from whatever somebody else does because it's niggas that usually sold crack that be having something to say about other people who rap about selling crack. And it's like, you know, that, that nigga raps about selling crack. You sold crack. Whose karma is greater, his or yours? You sold it to the pregnant woman. You put it right in her hand. You was getting head from your from your homie's mama and whatnot. He rapped about it. He did. He Scorsese'd it. He Pacino'd it. If you see Pacino walking to the bar, you don't think, damn, I thought Scarface was dead. You understand that that's a fucking role that he's playing, right? He's the voice. So whatever Jay-Z represents, that's what they're saying when they inducted him into the Hall of Fame. They're saying that this projects made it to the Hall of Fame, even if it was about somebody who was talking about selling drugs. The fact that they that, that, you know, we live in a post, quote unquote, we live in a post Ronald Reagan crack era. A post Ronald Reagan crack era means this. Whatever the hood did as a result of what Ronald Reagan and all of these people did for the Iran Contras by putting crack in the hood. 
It's almost like their hands are clean now. They're somewhat forgiven because they were coerced or they were put into something because of them living in poverty. They had no idea about that. I was just watching a video where uh, the real Rick Ross, the real Rick Ross, Highway Ricky Ross, who we've interviewed multiple times. If you want to hear his story, it's on No Ledge Radio. All you have to do is Google Rick Ross, No Ledge Radio, and you'll get to hear his testimony. And I promise you, when my brother booked them, I was like, I'm going to wash this nigga because I was in my fake bag all the way back then where I was judging him. And I was like, you got mad blood on your hands. And how dare you try to change your life, right? You deserve something worse than a change of life, right? Because this is the hypocritical nature of people. How could you tell a person they deserve to die when everybody dies, B? How could you tell a person they deserve to die when everybody fucking dies? How could I say you deserve to die? Duh, nigga. I'm, nigga, I do deserve to die because we all going to die. Fuck are you saying? No, you deserve to die peacefully or you deserve to die in a hail of bullets. You deserve to die a slow death. That's different. But everybody's going to die, B. So to tell somebody, oh, they deserve to die. That's some fuck shit right there. You need to check yourself when you say dumb shit like that, because I promise you, everybody's going to fucking die. So how the hell could you tell somebody what they're supposed to do? And another thing is when it comes to judging people, you always have to say, well, if we live on this planet and we're playing out a role and this shit is a big theater, who and, and, and somebody signed a contract to say that when I come here, I'm going to get my brains blown out at 18. Who signed up to bring to blow his brains out? Think about that part. Niggas sign up to get their shit pushed back because we're here for experience. We're here for an experience. We signed a contract. And then when you make certain decisions in life and whatnot, instead of going to the left, you go to the right. It's the adjustment bureau. Your fate changes. And then somebody gets assigned to take your motherfucking life. And then somebody has to fulfill that role. So is that person guilty too? Is that person, does that person deserve to die because they stepped into a role that's assigned to them to be a motherfucking executioner? Hmm? They're fulfilling the role of the motherfucking play. It's a tragedy, nigga. We live on a planet. They showed you in drama. It's a tragedy. There's joy and pain. And nobody gets away from this bitch without getting touched and whatnot. Only difference is some of us die with our eyes open and some of us don't. Some of us die in a pool of blood. Some of us die in a pool of shit, a piss. Some of us die in our sleep. That's the only difference. But you're all going to go one day. That's some Scorpio shit right there. So you should focus on your fucking self. You should focus on edifying yourself the uh, he makes music about there's all kind of fucked up frequencies around you family fuck is you saying there's all kind of fucking frequencies the commercials is lying to you they telling you to take jabberwocky you're not mad at them you niggas ain't talking about going down to find where bill gates is taking tans and whatnot where he gets his breakfast from you know what i'm saying there's all kind of frequencies the minute you turn on the radio it's all kind of crazy frequencies programming you and your daughter and your uncle and your sister and granny is out here twerking where did she get that from? Hmm? There's all kind of frequencies. Don't cherry pick. Focus on you. Block that shit out and focus on whatever totes your boat, whatever makes the hairs on your arm stand up. 
Because sometimes we don't know if our monkey brain is getting massaged or if it's our quote unquote medulla obligata. But you have to be able to decipher between the two. Okay. You have to be beside, you have to be able to decipher between the two. And then some people in this world have guilty pleasures. I've been around some of the most conscious people and they be like, yo, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about to get into my bag. I'll be like, what's your bag? And you, you, you wouldn't even imagine what that bag is. And I'm like, damn, I, but I'm not judging. You know what I mean? I'm not judging. You know what I'm talking about? You listening to Cardi B. You feel me? And you just did a, you did a lecture about women empowerment. You listening to Cardi on the way back. They call it guilty pleasure. And then some people have what is known as vices and addictions that they're fighting and whatnot. And if you ever blame somebody who makes music for putting a glass dick in your mouth, then you you have not, you, you did not grow. You did not mature. You still fight in uh, denial that you're a fucking fiend. So the irony in the whole thing is he's a producer along with Dame Dash on Paid in Full, right? He, we're not drug dealers, right? Most of us that are watching this, we're not drug dealers. So we're watching this. I'm being an observer, right? Because I'm not here being the fucking cheerleader for Jay-Z. I'm simply being an observer. I'm an owl perched on a motherfucking branch when my head is spinning in 360 degrees and whatnot, and I'm watching everything. So as an owl, I could just observe and be like, for the drug dealers that are doing federal time, for the drug dealers that are in the trenches and gangbangers and other people who are out here throwing bricks, taking penitentiary chances and things of that nature, dodging the bullet and whatnot, when they see something like this happen, right? They're like, oh shit, one of us made it, right? So he's a success story to the streets, to the trenches. Right. So if you're watching this and you're listening to this and this is where you come from, this is who I'm talking to. If you're not and you're a nine to five and you consider to be what is known as a square, you might not be able to catch this. You, I might I might you might not like me. You know what I mean? This this is what I'm saying right now. It might be apprehensive to you. You might be like, oh, my goodness. Stop for law. I thought this man was righteous. You know what I mean? You're not willing to accept me being an observer. You're not willing me. You're not willing to accept me being objective. You're not willing me. You're not willing to accept me just reporting the news and whatnot. You want me to take sides. You want me to fulfill, you know, what it is that you need. And you need to you need to point fingers. You need to blame somebody. You know what I mean? You want to trauma bond with me and whatnot. But I, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for that. Like I said, I'm the last show that you watched tonight. You didn't trauma bond enough tonight with these. Niggas. You didn't get enough of that. To this day. You want to keep it going? You want to keep it going, huh? Okay. That's your addiction. Trauma bonding. You know what I'm talking about? But anyway, so he's 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 being written as the, the thought pieces that are being written and what's being said, even by the Europeans and white society and whatnot, is that you know, if he made it, he set the he set the bar, he set the standards, right? He did what it had to take to get out of the trenches and still be able to live his life so he could do what? Be inducted into the Hall of Fame while he's still alive, right? Because Gil Scott Heron is being inducted into the Hall of Fame, but he's not here anymore. So even though that's just a bittersweet thing, he's not here 
that's the most important thing. Be able to receive your flowers while you're here, right? So when we, you know what I mean? Being able to be present, right? And when you're being present, you're not just standing up there looking crazy and whatnot. You're not looking like something is wrong with you. You're not looking like it where people is like, they got to shake their heads and start crying and whatnot. Like, damn, life has been hard on this. Nigga. No, you're standing up there. You're looking happy. You're cohesive. You're looking like you're still on top of this shit. You're looking like you've been able, like you, you succeeded your rhymes. You lived out your motherfucking lyrics and whatnot. You made it. Biggie did not make it. Tupac did not make it. You understand? They did not make it to accept these type of awards and whatnot. Even though hip hop is hip hop, the most prestigious thing that anybody in the music business is aiming for is to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Because my wife is like, why they don't have a hip hop Hall of Fame? I'm like, yo, I don't know. But what I do know is this is a feat, right? This is a feat. This is their, this is like getting your jersey hung in the rafters and you go into Springfield, you go into the Hall of Fame of football, baseball, basketball. This is what they aim for. You feel me? This solidifies you historically. This is where icon iconography, this is where icons are made. This is how you become immortalized in a sense. There's a there's steps to the shit. This this is not the end all be all, but it's steps of picking up these certain type of accolades. This is a fucking game. Play it or sit on the sidelines. It is a game. When you signed up for it, you knew what it was. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Dead ass. It's a game. So the game that you play has levels to it. You ever played a video game? You don't get upset at the video game. You don't be like, damn, I'm on Zelda. Why I got to fight King Koopa and whatnot? No, you fight that nigga. You throw them fireballs and you get that white princess and you get some sloppy poppy and whatnot. That's your, that's your reward, my niggas. You know how the games work to get from level to level. So you don't know how this game works. You know what I mean? You still need, you still need grown men to coddle you. You still need grown men to coddle you like you're a fucking child or something. You didn't figure this shit out yet. You smoke a hundred thousand pounds of weed, nigga. The THC didn't fucking, uh, the light bulb didn't go off yet. You didn't figure this out. Niggas is all on cotton. Niggas is on eight, 10 grams of mushrooms. They done took ayahuasca and pooped on themselves. You know what I mean? They done took a hundred DMT trips and they still can't figure this shit out. I don't know what can help you, my nigga. Just smoke crack. If, if I mean, fuck it. Give it up. You know what I mean? Like, what, you, you, you can't be helped. You can't be helped. This is a game. I don't care if you come from the eighth dimension, nigga. I don't care if you're God walking on earth. Nigga, you playing a temple run and you are God, right? There's still a game. It's still a game because you still gonna die like everybody else. Nigga, it's still a game. Stop playing with me. You could throw that. You could you 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 could run that to these shea butter shorties and they DM and whatnot. But I'm I'm not, nigga. I got on chinchilla right now. That shit is is sliding right off of this chiller, nigga. You know what I'm talking about? It's sliding right off of this chiller. I'm not falling for it. It's not sticking on me. I'm not falling for that. Fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Anyway, so at the same time. The Jay Z's being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Your boy Aubrey, right? Who I explained to you, he does work on the unseen. Okay. A Scorpio of the higher order, right? Because of his mastery of the energy of the sign. He don't have to be dangerous in your eyes. He don't have to be a killer on wax. 
He don't got to be none of that. I'm here to let you know as a Scorpio, until you walk in a Scorpio shoes, you might not understand a Scorpio the same way that I don't know what the fuck a, 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 a Pisces or Aquarian. I don't know what makes you niggas tick. A Libra. You know what I mean? I don't know why you niggas are uh, your Virgos. I don't know why y'all so emotional. You feel me? I don't know. You know what I mean? I'll figure it out one day. But your boy, Aubrey, is a Scorpio of a higher order. And he's always drilling shit. And he's always killing shit. And he's always plotting and planning. And he done stepped on the necks of so many. Uh, he, he's risen through the rank to whereas the only person, to be honest with you, his next target, right? There is no more Kanye uh, Drake beef. That He bodied that through the record sales. He won that war. Okay? He won that war. This nigga uh, Kanye is, 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 is uh, disemboweled and whatnot. He's, he don't even have it all together. Right? Uh, according to image, right? Because the image, it, right? It's image over everything, right? Uh, you know, he was in a Sprite commercial, right? It's not thirst. Image is everything. So image-wise, right? Image-wise, who do the children want to be like? Who do the women want to sleep with? Right? Who 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 would who would certain men rather trade places with? Remember, we're talking about hip hop. This is not consciousness, you fake woke niggas. This is hip hop that we're having this conversation with. That's why I did this shit late at night. So a lot of you judgmental niggas, I know y'all go to sleep early and whatnot because y'all work at fucking Dunkin' Donuts. You gotta, you gotta punch that clock and make the donuts. You know what I mean? That's why I didn't do this shit at eight o'clock where a lot of moist niggas is running around in my fucking comments, uh, you know, pointing fingers and being all moist and whatnot. I did this shit mad late. So we in the spooky hours so you can understand we're talking hip hop tonight. This is about hip hop. We're talking street shit. Okay. And we're mixing this consciousness into the motherfucking drink. Nigga, you're drinking lean right now. You know what I'm talking about? Lean back. That's what this is. This is a concoction of some shit right here. I'm giving you some occultism. I'm giving you some motherfucking hip hop. I'm giving you some real fucking talk, nigga. Every fucking bar, nigga. To this day. To this day. It's Scorpio season, and I'm in, I'm officially in my bag. So yeah, he had a thing called "Till Death Do Us Part," which was a rap battle, right? Which was rap battle. Okay, this was a rap battle in L.A. in California that he put on with the URL, which is my guy Smack, right? And preface, let's just say this real quick. For anybody that's wondering, rap battle, what's that about? Oh, I don't listen to rap. I listen to Little Nas X. Rap battles, hip-hop rap battles, the rap battlers, right? The rap battlers, the battlers of rap, the battle rappers have been holding hip-hop together for about a decade now. They're the most important. They're the most proficient. They're the most dangerous. And they are the most talented group and batch of motherfucking artists that I've ever seen in my life. Straight like that. Regular hip-hop artists don't have the superpower of a battle rapper. Hip-hop as a culture 
was birthed out of battle rap. Maybe not the type of battle rap that we see at this level, but it was definitely birthed out of battle. And them niggas was dancing and whatnot and, and spinning on their heads and whatnot and having MC battles, cool mode D, Brucey B type shit. That's the DNA. That's the motherfucking bones. That's the foundation of this shit. So your boy Drake, the uh, you know, uh, the sixth god, right? The sixth god, he put together a card in, in alignment with URL and caffeine, and it was called To Death Do Us Part. Who was headlining it? It was being headlined by Harlem's very own Loaded Lux. Right? He was at the top of the motherfucking food pyramid because Loaded Lux is considered to be one of the best battle rappers that ever lived. He's at the top of the food pyramid. They call Loaded Lux God Tear, right? He's the big homie. He's the one with the belt. He's the one that you see when you want to get that belt. Like how Wilder, you know, Wilder had the belt and the white boy knocked his block off, right? To this day! Shout out to Wilder. To this day! My guy, right? And Tyson Fury came to get the belt. Mike Tyson was at the top of the food pyramid and they came to get the belt. They knocked her down and then he got, they took the belt and then the whole game, you know, the whole boxing shit was uh, Floyd Mayweather. He's the top dog and his weight division. He's the one to see everybody else is fighting and doing what they are doing, putting on highlights. But when it comes time, when you knock down all of your opponents, all of everybody else, when you clear that room out, you're going to be left with the final boss, the final boss at the final stage, right? Like in the video game, after you knock King Cooper out and whatnot, there's a final boss that you got to come and see. So Loaded Lux is the final boss. But Loaded Lux doesn't make himself available to fight everybody because everybody's not worthy. How could you be the final boss, right? It's the same thing. You know, how could you be the final boss and you just let everybody come and basically uh, square up with you and whatnot? That would take away from your exclusivity, right? Henceforth, let's use it in a relationship sense. Men look for women who are exclusive. Men look for women who are of high quality exclusiveness, like your boy Durkio said, nobody in the industry hit indie and whatnot. Niggas don't want nothing that been passed around like that. To this day, if you to let everybody day. battle you, ma, if you in everybody face, if you he he kicking with all these niggas, then your stocks are low. <laughs> You're not exclusive. You know what I'm talking about? You for the streets, your community. That's what that means. You lose. Your shimmer, shimmer. You lose your appeal. That's why a whole culture running around talking, telling y'all to catch mad bodies. They lining you up. That's a, <laughs> that's a <laughs> More my Kevin Samuel shit. You'll never get married. Only to a simp. Not no real man. Niggas is not wifing you. Dead ass. You're not. You're not gonna get wifed. You know what I'm talking about? You better be exclusive and climb up that motherfucking pyramid, stand on a couch or something. Don't let nobody touch you. You better be conceited. You know what I'm talking about? That's that shit I don't like. Well, what, what Chief Keep said. He said, I like my girls conceited. You better, you better not let you better not smile at none of these niggas. I better not know how many cavities you got. You better stop smiling at niggas with no jokes. You know what I'm talking about? You only need to smile when I pull up. That that part make me feel special. That's what that means. So if he not, you know, you don't let everybody hit. 
niggas could take you to eat and everything. They could trick on you, but no, that shit is exclusive. You feel me? It's exclusive. Nobody should know where the tattoo is at. Only a selected few. That's how that shit works in these games right here. Like that—that's the equivalent in the in rap world. So, uh, loaded Lux, right? He's not neighborhood. He's not community. Everybody can't hit. Everybody can't say that they done went and and, and and you know, yeah, I had some of that loaded Lux. Yeah, I tested that. That ain't nothing. You know what I'm talking about? I'm good. No, he's exclusive. So he went up against one of the hottest dudes, right? Who represents. The Crips, the LA Crips, Geechee motherfucking Gotti. Okay. Geechee Gotti, a straight driller, a straight killer, right? A bulldog, a lion. I'm talking about, you know, he's been cut, he's been cutting through the URL and smack for years now. And he finally got to the top. He's beaten damn near, you know, all of his opponents and whatnot. So this is the uh remember Bruce Lee, right? Remember Bruce Lee when he beat Kareem up when uh when him and Kareem Abdul and all of them, you know what I'm talking about? And he had to go to the final boss, the nigga with the bear claws. Yeah, that's this right here. So, yeah, he's a gorilla. He's a silverback gorilla. That's what Geechee Gotti is. He's a gorilla and whatnot. And uh, it's not easy to beat him and whatnot. So to make a long story short, he washed my guy up. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I saw a loaded loaded died on that stage. You know, he, he, Geechee Gotti was hitting, he was punching them every bar, punch, 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 punched his lights out. Loaded Lux fought back. The first round, it was cool. The second, he kind of stumbled. And then the third, he stumbled again. You know what I mean? It's not easy to stand up there in the whole auditorium. Everybody is, is rooting for the other guy because he's home team and whatnot. And he's punching. It's a difference when niggas just lining you up with schemes and everything. This nigga, every ball was a punch. He punched, punch, 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 punch. And even though he don't have the same type of rhyming skills as a loaded Lux, he's not as intricate with his pen. You know what I mean? He would be considered, you know, they call it nursery rhymes or knuckle, but we in a nursery rhyme era. We in a nursery rhyme era and people are here for, they here for blood and whatnot. And when you punching, blood is on the motherfucking dance floor. So he washed my guy up. You know, uh, in my humble opinion, if Loaded is looking at this and he watches this, you're supposed to have tapped Cambada because Cambada is probably the only pen it could have fucked with a Geechee Gotti because Cambada could get, he could get low in the mud with him as well. Cambada's pen is versatile. He could have went deeper into the underworld and pulled, he, he could have, because you had to snatch this nigga's soul. You had to snatch his soul out of his body, my nigga. That's how you had to body Geechee. You supposed to snatch his motherfucking soul like finish him and you didn't do that you know what i mean you had good rhymes you had good pen and everything but the punches it took to land it took a long time to land my genius and then when you start stuttering it was on it was almost like he had your motherfucking heart you know what i mean it had big you staring at this nigga all tough the crips was waving flags the niggas in the audience was going crazy you know what I mean? So, yeah, I had to watch my guy get, get washed and whatnot. So that's the first Harlem body. And then T-Rex, who's also from Harlem, he got 30 and whatnot. 
He got done dirty. He got washed up. That was the worst battle of the night. He's a Harlem cat, uh, a legendary Harlem cat. I would say a Harlem cat. And all of the Harlem cats got influenced by Rich and Poe. They've all influenced by Rich and Poe. You understand? Like I said, these are folk heroes in these neighborhoods and whatnot. These are folk heroes in these neighborhoods. Same way on L.A., you know, the Tukis and whatnot. Uh, Larry Hoover's a folk hero in Chicago. Uh, Tukey and some of these other people are folk heroes in L.A. In New York, they got Alpo and Rich. Shout out to my guy, Rich. So, in the famous words of Cameron, right? Hey, yo, hey, niggas get shot every day, B. You be all right, nigga. Be all right. You tough, right? So that was Alpo, right? That's how he was treating his boy AZ, who just got shot in the head, right? Listen to listen to AZ trying to talk to him, but this is where this nigga was. This is hey, the yo, kind hey, of dude we dealing shot with. Every day, B. You be all right, nigga. You tough, right? I'm out, Rico. You understand what I'm saying? Look at me. I've been shot in the head, baby. My, My body, body different. different. I'm breathing different. Breathing you understand different. what I'm saying? The doctor said I wasn't going to walk the same. You understand what I'm saying? I'm out. Yo, hey, man, pull your skirt down, B. <laughs> right? So, Alpo Martinez, notorious drug lord turned federal witness, assassinated in Harlem shooting, waited a long time for this day, right? Notorious drug lord turned federal witness, right? So it wasn't the fact of him turning federal witness. It was the fact that he had done so many people dirty and whatnot um, in places like D.C., right? He killed a very famous Brooklyn dude named Demencio and whatnot. He killed mad people in, in Washington, D.C., but the most, you know, egregious crime that he committed against uh, uh, somebody who was close to him was when he killed one of his best friends over drugs and whatnot, and that would be Rich Porter, right? So as the story goes, Rich Porter had his little brother got kidnapped by his uncle and some other people. And they basically were ransoming the young brother and trying to get the money from Rich. And they cut his younger, his brother's younger finger off and sent it to him. And then when he didn't give him the money. They killed his younger brother about a week or two later, based off of uh, Alpo wanting to get fronted some work from this from rich porter right wanting to get front of some work he didn't front him the work at a right price so alpo murdered his friend in cold blood one of his one of his road dogs i'm talking about they was like bonnie and clyde tango and cash out there you feel me they was like tango and cash it was like polite and sonetta <laughs> so Jay-Z was amongst the movie producers along with Dame Dash on the movie Paid in Full, right? Makai Pfeiffer played a character based on Porter who was 24 when he was killed. Now, <clears throat> he killed him in 1990. Keep in mind, we're talking about teenagers, right? Once again, going back to what I was saying before when we were talking about Big Daddy Kane and the hip-hop artists 
who were like KRS-One, Big Daddy Kane, and all of these hip hop artists who were responsible for the golden era of hip hop, right? These were teenagers. These were not 30 year olds. These were not 40 year olds. What happened in New York City and in other places is the teenagers came up. It was the teenagers who knocked off some of the older heads, right? It became a young man's game, right? The same way that the rap game is right now, where you have 17 and 18 year olds who are multimillionaires running around iced out and everything, and they drilling shit. The NBA young boys, they bodying shit. They murdered. They're a little more violent. They're a little more violent than the older heads and whatnot, and they're scaring them off. You saw that in The Wire. You saw that in Raising Canaan. You saw that in the BMF series, right? You see that. You see that the the uh, elders for uh, elders elders for council, youth for war, right? So the young niggas is rambunctious. They body and shit. They hot headed. They not thinking. They lust for power. They lust for attention in the attention economy. They just want to, you know, the young and dumb and whatnot. And money drives them crazy. That's what happened when they removed the leadership in places like Chicago when they locked up Larry Hoover and El Malik and whatnot. Uh, Jeff Fort. What happened? It went crazy with the youth. The youth, you watch this on all of these crime sagas and whatnot that they have on the Discovery Channel. The youth took over. The youth went crazy. They didn't want no leadership. What happened when they took the big homies out the gangs and the crips and whatnot? The youth went crazy, right? They went crazy. They start killing shit. They start fractioning and whatnot. They start splitting up. They start set tripping and whatnot and banging on each other, tying each other up, setting each other up. There's no rules. There's no morals. Henceforth, the streets is fucked up right now. There's no rules. There's no code. There's no morals. This dude had the nerve to say, Alpo, he had the nerve to say that there's no rules in the streets. But like I said, that act that he committed in 1990, that egregious act kind of set the tone. It set the tone. It was such a quote unquote, you know, shock in a sense that it somewhat set the tone for griminess, for people to do shit like that, for people to cross. It was that, remember Bishop and Juice? Remember Bishop and Juice, the crossing of the friends. Remember Bishop and Juice, right? His best friends, his homies, his road dogs, his day ones and whatnot. And he basically wanted to, he had a lust for power. He wanted to, you know what I mean, rise up. It was ego and whatnot. So what did he do? He began knocking his friends off. That would be, they, they would probably be fashioned after this guy right here. Okay. It would probably be fashioned after this nigga and the moves that he was making and whatnot. So he's in a nightclub. Look at the ancestors talk to us, right? He's in a nightclub the last night of his life, right? At a club called Aura. <laughs> With a Jason mask on. To this day. To this day. He got a Jason mask on and he's in a spot called Aura, right? Almost in all black. And he's in a club trying to hide. Right. Because they said that he was in a club. He didn't he wasn't trying to be conspicuous and whatnot. He was hiding behind a mask. But his son took a picture of him and put it on his gram and was like, yeah, that my dad was at a club called Aura. You know, what I mean, right before he got bodied and whatnot. So when I think about it, you know, OK, that's what happened. Probably somebody saw him at the party because, you know, he's, this is Alpo. So it ain't like he's hiding. Right. He was very brash and bold. You feel me? So the word got out. Oh, son is at the party. Son is in the party. It's 2 a.m., 3 a.m., late night. And when he left, niggas got the drop on him. 
They put that call out and them boys pulled up and they put the drop on him. And one thing that you know, if you outside in the streets and when a nigga got a drop on you, it's, it is what it is. It's not much that you could do when you getting stuck up or when you getting shot. If nigga got the drop on you, what's the drop? The drop is I'm walking to my car and I don't see that somebody is scheming on me. They under my car. They in the bushes and whatnot. I'm coming home. Somebody's laying in the bushes. If your killer instincts don't kick in, if your survival instincts don't kick in, they got the drop on you. You understand? I got stuck up before. Nigga had to drop on me. What can I do? I'm not going to die for no chain. They, I'm not dying for no chain. Take that. Yeah, you good. <laughs> it ain't have no diamonds in it. Little gold chain. You good. Take that. You know what I mean? We will see each other again. Okay? Rest in peace, my brother. You feel me? Rest in peace to that man. He's no longer with us. You feel me? But I, I got, you know, the drop. I got cut before. Somebody caught the drop on me. If you outside, that's just shit that you got to deal with. And you got to be able to brush yourself off and keep it moving because niggas die in their sorrows sometimes. You know what I'm talking about? Become their worst enemies. So here it is. He got lined up. He was at a Halloween playing Jason. And got lined up. Right? So apparently, right? He tossed some drugs out of his truck. Okay. So that's an indication that he was still in that life. He was still in that life, right? He was still touching that dog food. Okay. So paparazzi Poe recently posted what is believed to be Alberto Alpo Martinez final images on his Instagram story. The rapper who had claimed to be Alpo's son mourned the passing of the former drug kingpin after he was killed in the drive-by. They can say what they want, but I know what I know, and I forgave you for everything except leaving me here with this hate alone. In his Instagram story, he reposted several posts from people offering their condolences. He also posted two pictures of Alpo allegedly attending a Halloween party prior to his passing. In the two pictures, the black man alleged that Alpo was wearing blue jeans, black shirt, black leather Louis Vuitton coat, while hiding his identity with a black hockey mask. Right? And what's sad is he died uh, two days before his son's birthday. So his son is a Scorpio, right? His son is a Scorpio, November Scorpio, right? He said, if I answer your calls, I'm sorry. I appreciate y'all reaching out, but I just lost my dad on my favorite holiday, which is two days away from my birthday, right? So people are like, Alpo finally got caught slipping. They shot him in the effing face. They finally got that rat. Right. Because they were celebrating in New York. And like I said, I'm not going to celebrate the death of anybody. I'm not here for that. I'm here to explain what's going on and draw parallels and whatnot and equate that to, you know, to a lesson I'm here to show the lesson. I'm an observer. I don't want anyone to be hurt. Another neighbor resident told the Daily News. But if you hear the whole situation with Alpo, it's like, damn, now y'all get into it. Um, a group of about six people believed to be his relatives showed up on the scene, right? Of course, they were they were upset. But Rich Porter's family was celebrating in the streets of Harlem with champagne on Sunday. We waited for a long time for this day to come, and we are happy. That's why we're out here celebrating drinking champagne. A 37-year-old niece of Porter's who gave her only name as Laurel said that she poured herself more bubbly into a fancy glass. 
everybody's reaction right now is celebrating. It's a celebration for Harlem, period. Not even my family, right? So if you understand the pain that a lot of people were going through, because it was almost like, you know, it was a it was an egregious act, that murder. It wasn't justified. And he didn't really, really do time because he turned into a federal witness and whatnot. So he got away with murder. And then he came back to Harlem. And he was rubbing it in the faces of the people who were grieving. It, they were so bold, whoever shot him, that they shot him from right across the street from a precinct. On Saturday's show, I was breaking down how my computer got fixed. The dude who fixed my Mac, when I seen the picture, I was like, oh, shit, they, they, that, I know that block right there because it's a specific block where the cars are parked diagonal. The precinct is right there. A big precinct, too. The precinct take up the whole block. So whoever was gunning for him, they wanted him for real, for real. They weren't like, we just going, they killed him in front of the precinct, y'all. So the only person on the street level who could compare to that type of impact of influence, right? We're talking about influence and we're talking street talk. We're not talking uh, book shit right now. We're talking street shit, right? We're trying to paint a picture for you so you can have an overstanding, right? The only person who has an appeal, right, who can influence people in that sense, I would say, is your boy, Mr. BMF, Big Meech, right? Who, you know, I have to use the disclaimer that, you know, I'm not promoting anything because I don't, once again, I don't sell dope. I don't sell coke. I'm not a drug dealer. You feel me? I don't promote that life. That's not what I do. But I could tell you his story. I don't know the whole story like that, but I know that I was in Atlanta and Miami. I witnessed a lot of shit. I seen a lot of people that I grew up with. They was down with them. You dig what I'm saying? And I seen him terraform a whole fucking culture. You understand? The culture that you see in hip hop right now that may have been heavily influenced by Rich and Poe, it got switched over to the BMF vibe. You know what I mean? That's the, that's the program that they're running off of right now all the way down south, going all the way up into New York. That's the program that's being run right now, and it's only being solidified with the start with the series, the BMF series on stars. They're immortalizing him, and it's only making the spell thicker. Okay? So all of these dudes that you see running around, the little babies of the world, you know, all of that shit, that's all BMF influence right there. You dig what I'm saying? Niggas hopping out of Lamborghinis, 10 Lamborghinis lined up, ghost wraiths, all of that shit. That's all BMF influence, right? So the influence has a lot to do with the fact that if you are the architect of a certain code, it's imperative that the architect either changes the code, right? Or they have to leave in order for the code to either be interrupted or for the code to be circumvented, either the person who wrote that code has to turn another leaf, right? Which is write a new code. Henceforth, a lot of dudes are coming back from the feds. A lot of dudes are coming back from doing 20 and 30. And what are they saying in the streets? Nah, I ain't with that no more. I want to turn a new leaf. I want to help the youth. 
I want to show people that what I was about wasn't the right way. The majority of the interviews that you watch on these hip hop channels, when they're interviewing these quote unquote legends and whatnot, none of them are really saying, nah, I came back on the same energy that I went up with. I did 30 years. I sat down for 30 years. I got my freedom taken from me for 30 and 20 years, and I'm back doing the same thing. Although some of them might indulge, they're not going to say it on film. They're not going to get on camera and be like, nah. So you got dudes talking prison reform. You got dudes saying, I regret what I did. You have people trying to clean their karma. You got people apologizing for the murder and the mayhem that they caused. That's not what this dude Alpo was doing. He wasn't apologizing for anything. He wasn't coming home saying, I want to turn over a new leaf. He was, he was staying with, he was trying to keep the same code that he wrote before he left and have caused many of people to uh quote unquote follow in his footsteps who's more dangerous is it a jay-z or is it an alpo think about that because even when it comes to a big meech one of the reasons why people give them this type of respect that they did because they was like one thing about the bmf thing that they didn't leave mad bodies in their wake there wasn't a murderous crew they were more of a get money type of crew you know what I'm talking about? It wasn't a murderous crew. They were more about unity and whatnot. They were more about bringing certain people together rather than just, you know, torturing, tying people up and leaving dudes, burning people. And, you know, all of that satanic shit that you see going on with a lot of these uh, gangs and drug crews and, you know, all of that, 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 say, that it's a lot of dark shit going on in these streets. I promise you. I promise you. So somebody said Apple was a G. All right, cool. That's what's up. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is, is that for people who have, right? Like, like I was saying earlier, when I, when I, when I teach, why I'm so passionate about what I do is because I'm teaching in the spirit of community service. I feel like I'm doing good to make up for any bad that I may have done. And I'm not a bad person and I didn't necessarily do bad things in my life. You dig what I'm saying? I mostly hurt people who believed in me, who saw something greater in me. I let them down. You understand? By being with people who were lesser than me. I was fucking around with people who were not on my level and whatnot. I mar you know what I mean? You know, when they say you marry down and whatnot, I marry down into the streets. You understand? I married. I wasn't equal. I wasn't equally yoked with the niggas that I was with all of the time. I kind of married down. I dumbed myself down. I was out here fighting my niggas. I wasn't an exclusive bitch. I was out here fighting. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I was. I was out here fighting a little bit. You know what I mean? I was letting. You know, I was. I was with the wrong crowd. And people who saw something in me, they saw my value and my worth. They was like, why are you with those demons? Why are you with these? These people have a dark aura. These people have a dark energy on them. They're not of your ilk. They're not of your kind. They're going to feed off of your light. You are going to make them look better than they're making you look better. You understand? I had to learn that lesson many hard. I did that in, in consciousness. If you know, you know. I did that in con. I got caught up in that. I got caught up with that in consciousness. I was standing next to niggas who were not of my ilk, and I helped them look better on their channels. You feel me? I helped boost their channels up. 
You dig what I'm saying? That's what I did. I shined my light and I made their shit look great. You know what I'm talking about? I stood on platforms and I played their game like Capcom. Let's hop back into the DeLorean. I can remember vending, being in the back of the auditorium with our emporium, and you was up there pretending. Then the Asaurian descendants called the moratorium on your decorum, <laughs> and you was descending. We was in the back of the auditorium. Wait. As you was descending, you was in the back of the auditorium watching us ascending. It's called Sankofa. Cycles is never ending. My face car good. Grand poker. I done interviewed all these vampires. Bram Stroker. Devils in blue dresses. And Colta. Niggas turned into bitches. Transphoba. That's off that new But yeah, that part. So, gotta be very careful who you stand next to, who you allow stand next to. You gotta be very careful who you align yourself with. You gotta be very careful the vampires that attach themselves, the energy vampires that attach themselves to you because they'll steal your light, right? They'll steal your gifts. When I was in Atlanta, I was talking about the fact that I, 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 I caught on, I peeped game, that they had a lot of witchcraft and they had a lot of shit going on where they were out there stealing energy from children, grown people. They were stealing light. They were stealing light from people who were tapping in to a very dark energy and they were siphoning off a lot of people's energy and light. And they were using that to basically keep them going. I promise you, you niggas need to pay attention and don't smoke with everybody. Okay. So, as a result of a lot of dysfunction that's going on in the streets because, you know, the streets are not necessarily, you know, uh, even when it comes to consciousness and whatnot, there's a dark energy that's still in consciousness where niggas have not figured out who they really want to be, right? Do you want to be the big homie? Or do you want to be a fucking little pup? Do you want to be under the deodorant of these niggas in the streets? You know what I'm talking about? Or are you going to boss up on these niggas and let these niggas know you the little homie. Stop playing with me. You know what I'm talking about? You're not, you're not, you're not wiser than me. You don't have as much wisdom as me. You're not doing the things that I do, nigga. You're the little homie. How can I look up to you and you niggas are not doing anything for the people? You know what I mean? I just, I would be a dick rider if I was to give you niggas my energy like that. You the little homie. You listen to me. I don't listen to you. You inspired by what I do. I'm not inspired by what you do like that. You know what I mean? What you do like, what you do, it's not inspiring. Uh, the music, the hip-hop game is now a deaf culture. Uh, the hip-hop game is now federally run. It, it is a federal trap, okay? The hip-hop game is a federally, uh, uh, you know, it's a federally, um, like, I would say, basically, after they broke Alpo in 1990, right? The Alpo would kind of be one of the first. That would be like, it probably happened before that. But that would definitely be the beginning of the federal um, uh, invasion or the federal 
you know, them pushing into the hip hop industry after they broke Gotti and whatnot, they broke the mob and whatnot. That's when they came in and infiltrated and they've been doing their motherfucking due diligence ever since then. We've reached a crescendo now to whereas the children, this goes back to the children. And that's who I'm speaking of because they have the more potential than some of us do because our, a lot of our days are almost coming. A lot of our days are numbered. Uh, we done shot our load. We had our motherfucking prime time already. You know what I mean? You know, uh, we had our prime time. We've had our, our prime years may have passed us. Some of us are entering into the phase of eldership. We're not outside that. We don't, we're not involved with the streets like that. We're not into street politics like that. You feel me? We could pull strings and we could call shots, but no, this is a young man's game. So the youth are heavily influenced by straight up uh, criminals at this point. You know what I mean? People who really don't stand for much, who are following the mandates of a BMF, who are following the mandates of an Apollo, uh, uh, Alpo and whatnot, who are kind of following the mandates that a Jay-Z and his music may have lined out and whatnot. But out of many of those artists that I'm pointing out, if you cannot respect or see that change, because people is like, man, Jay-Z is out here fronting and whatnot. You're trying to look like boss gear. You know what I mean? I'm not buying into that. Like I said, I understand. But once again, image is everything. Thirst is nothing, right? This is an image-based experience. So people will fuck with you. And they, they if they pay attention to the image that you're showing, if they pay attention to what you're projecting and whatnot, and if they're living vicariously through you as an artist, then the image is what they're going to follow. So what do I see in my, because I'm, I'm in my 40s, right? My generation is the direct generation that he speaks to, right? The direct generation. If you're in your 20s and your 30s, I understand that you don't have a connection because you're being spoken to by fucking little Wayne and baby. nigga. I feel bad for you. But anyway... What do I see? I see men who used to wear baggy clothes, right? Who wasn't taking care of their children, who was trying to be Jay-Z like they was trying to be the they were trying to follow the Jay-Z trend, right? And then when he got with Beyonce and got rid of the niggas around him that didn't serve him the type of purpose that he needed to to level up with his wife. Regardless if you're going to judge or not, because I'm not here for that. You take that somewhere else. Go go talk crazy in my comment section. Curse me out. I don't give a fuck. I'm talking about the image. I'm talking about what's being portrayed. I'm not here to talk crazy about nobody in a relationship and whatnot. If, and especially you shouldn't. If your ass hadn't found your better half, nigga. Conscious connections coming soon. Right? So... <clears throat> Jay-Z's a fraud. All right. That's what, yeah, that's what's up. So you get with a woman, right? You have a child. You cut niggas off around you. You pick a team of people who you like, you know what? Y'all loyalists. Even though I came up with these other dudes, you feel me? Like when you at a job and whatnot, when you're in a corporate structure, you might even have an LLC in a business and whatnot. Shit changes, right? Even if you have founding, like the people who came up with Google together, they're no longer together. 
Steve Jobs' original team no longer together, right? Certain people who came up together, uh, Russell Simmons and them, they came up with Def Jam, Rick Rubin, they broke up, no more. They sold it to Liar, no, no more together. So you make it to a certain degree with, your, with a team that's meant to make it to that level, right? And then you might have to leave that person and evolve and level up because you got your wife now. So now you have a chess piece on that board that's completing you. So I don't need other people around like that, especially if you're not going to be conducive to this relationship. I'm going to choose my relationship over you niggas. Not sleeping with you niggas. I get money with y'all, but it gets to a certain point where I have to cut my losses and keep it moving in order to level up. Right? Sometimes people can weigh you down and you can't grow and you can't level up. You can't grow extra inches and whatnot if somebody is pulling on you, right? Some of these niggas are crutches, okay? I'm not a big fan of Dame Dash, for the record. To this day! To this day! Especially that shit that he pulled on Brother Rich. Fuck that dude. Fuck out of here. He's a goofy to me. And I could see why niggas stunted on him. Because he, his attitude sucks. He has a horrible attitude. Horrible. And he's trying to be like one of them Harlem niggas. He's more Alpo than Rich Porter than me. Anyway. So... The people who was watching, they like, damn, I need to get, you know, shit. This nigga's out here getting married. He's cleaning up. He, you know, he got he got rid of the baggy clothes. You know what I'm talking about? He's not, hmm, he ain't talking about selling drugs that much. He's talking about wealth. Oh, shit. This nigga's doing what? He's drinking, he drinking gold water. Oh, shit. He's spiritual now. What? These niggas went, him and Beyonce went, where? Tequila? Get out of here. You serious? They went to Africa too? Get the fuck out of here. Niggas is traveling. Oh, shit. Niggas is trying to mature. Niggas is getting cultured. Oh, this nigga's collecting art. Oh, he's on some avant-garde shit. Oh, man. Oh, shit. This nigga got businesses. He's doing what? He got his own weed company. Get the fuck out of here. Not the skinny nigga from the boat. Legal weed. Oh, man. This nigga's crazy. Oh, he's signing other artists and whatnot. Oh, shit. Where? Man. This nigga's doing his thing. I'm giving it to you, not from a, a, a tree hugger perspective. I'm not giving it to you from a super conscious perspective. I'm not giving it to you from a tep perspective. I'm giving it to you from, like I said, people in the streets, right? The average, you know, avid listener, the average avid listener, the same way that y'all listen to y'all favorite artists, there's people that listen to him. Do I have to apologize for that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm you know I, I'm, I'm painting a picture that the men that follow him of certain demographics. I personally seen these people begin to get influenced to do better in life, to be there for their children, to focus on their relationships, to get their business straight. Because if you want to keep up with niggas like that, you're gonna have to move like they move because you're gonna wind up being in a motherfucking cell watching them on your cell phone. 
You dig what I'm saying? Feeling like you missed out on the party because you're doing 40 years and whatnot because you didn't change. You didn't level up. You still analog and niggas went digital on you. Right. That's how the game works. That's how this shit works. Is, he's called a big homie for a reason. He's called a big brother for a reason. It went from big brother to big homie. Kanye is not the only nigga that sees him as the big homie or his big brother. Please believe me. And I'm not here, once again, giving you the Jay-Z motherfucking cheerleading. I'm giving you the observation from a perspective that you niggas are not probably used to because nobody is willing to keep it 1,000 and 100 and just give you a straight-up observation. Gucci man. Gucci man. For dudes down south who was following sloppy Gucci man, dope drinking Gucci man, big belly, pregnant belly Gucci man, right? Middle of the mall, jewelry wearing Gucci man, bad skin having Gucci man, that nigga right there, right? They like, yo, he's a clone and whatnot because they can't believe and they can't fathom and they can't accept the fact that a nigga will come home and his whiz, right? who basically another story about a whiz stepping in and leveling a nigga up, right? His whiz, Keisha Kior, her. Yeah, that's <laughs> Leveled him up. Y'all can keep playing these stupid-ass Illuminati games all day because y'all weird and whatnot, but his whiz leveled him up. His whiz leveled him up. He knew that he was coming home. That You should go and Google her. If I was coming home to that, I'd be doing push-ups too. I'll be doing, I'll be drinking flat tummy tea too. What's wrong with you niggas? He's not a clone. She leveled him up. She leveled him up. Y'all don't, y'all probably don't have baddies on your line and whatnot. You don't know the appeal of a baddie. A baddie is like a super magnet and whatnot. She'll pull the best part of you out of your ass, nigga. You stupid. You serious? You serious? Never, you never been here before? Well, you should want to be there before. Do your push-ups. You know what I'm talking about? And drink your water. You know what I mean? And pray heavy on the full moon. You might attract one. But a baddie, because beauty is in the eye of a beholder, a baddie, a top-notch goddess, is a fucking magnet. And what do they do? You ever, you ever met something that was on an equal level of you or higher than you? You like, oh, I can't show up to the date. I can't show up to her crib as regular old me. I can't show up as Clark Kent. I need to turn into Superman. To this day. To this day. I need to get a haircut. I need to get my teeth whitened. I need to get some new clothes. I need to do some push-ups. I need to get some fucking uh some peanut punch. But if you only fuck with scallywags, you wouldn't even... I'm speaking pig Latin to you right now. You don't understand nothing that I'm saying. And it's okay. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about? We're all not going to have the same experience on this prison planet. That's understood. You know what I mean? That's understood. Some niggas are cow tippers. And, you know, some niggas milk cows. It's different. We all got different roles to play. So play your role. But I'm just giving you a perspective. These are views from the six, my nigga. These are views from the six. But anyway, all of this nigga's artists are locked up. Look at this shit. This nigga put a tweet out. Free Pooch Dicey, free Young Mel, free Rollo, free Fujiano. Now, he might not have the best, uh, you know, um, skill when it comes to picking artists and whatnot. 
but you know, I, they these people put themselves in these predicaments. You know, what I mean? I'm not here to blame you or uh, Gucci man. He still is attached to a certain energy. You know what I mean? He still is attached to a certain vibration. You know what I mean? Um, he still comes from a certain type. Of, it wasn't like he was just going to come and sign R&B singers and whatnot. But, um, you know, it's just giving you insight as to the mind. These, these rappers are really in jail. They're really out here throwing bricks. They're really out here doing the shit, right? This whole week was nothing but FBI raids, F RICO indictments. So these are the these are the children that the children are listening to, right? These are who are influencing the youth. Like I keep pushing that they should be learning that I'm we're here to teach about this crypto. We're here to teach about alternatives. We're here to teach about higher frequencies. We're here to teach about the future, not yesterday. We're here to teach about things that are empowering. We're even giving you music with higher vibrations and higher frequencies and introducing you to artists that could be considered alternatives. The artists that I'm around are going to be the biggest artists in 20 years. They're going to be the motherfucking superstars. They're going to be the ones that are going to be on billboards and you mark my words. And it might not even be that long. It might be just in five years. The people that I surround myself with, the talent that I'm, a, that I'm aligned with, the star rocks of the world, the Lizzie Jeffs of the world, the Cambodas of the world, the Father Riches of the world, Black Magic and whatnot. You know what I'm talking about? The America Suttons of the world, the Blue Pills of the world. You feel me? Even the KT, the Art Degrees. Yeah, he got bars. You about to see something. Like these, there's, there's people out here that are going to be big, big. They're going to be inducted. It might not be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at that point. It might be the God Hop Hall of Fame. You feel me? But they're going to be, they're going to chart. They're going to be known the same way that when Gucci man was that nigga, he was underground before he came overground. There was a lot of people that was, you know, uh, only known by a few. That's what makes it so spicy because the story is still being written. I don't, I'll never want to be overground at this point in this game with this shit going on. These people are out here drilling and killing, stealing and dealing. In the light and in, in, in the federal spotlights, you know, this whole thing is is under surveillance. You know what I'm talking about? They out here selling dog food, killing babies and whatnot. They doing a lot of fuck shit. They doing a lot of fuck shit. And some of the OGs should be a little more responsible. You know what I mean? Jay-Z has more responsibility, I feel, because you know, he he does, he does kind of empower. A lot of the fuck shit, you know what I mean? He'll sign you to the label real quick. He got the whole CMB label. He got Griselda. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, he, he signed Rick Ross. He signed Jeezy. So he's still with that street shit. He's still, you know, he's still feeding that motherfucking furnace and whatnot. And then they'll try to balance it out with a J Electronica. They'll try to balance it out with the fake pot, with the Basquiat things. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe that's his balance. He'll still balance it out with the Kanye's and the Rihanna shit. You know what I mean? He'll try to balance it out. Maybe he's practicing some type of, uh, you know, um, balance act. You know what I mean? But he definitely will bankroll the, the, the street shit, right? Now, somebody on the other hand would be like, well, the street shit is needed. The street shit is mandatory because if there's no street shit, you know, what you want, Lil Nas X? 
but I'll let you know that the the, the street shit is kind of what brought the little Nas X shit. That you know, it's not it's not too much of a separation between those two. Hyper masculinity tips over into that fuck shit that you see right there. Okay, so you know. Man indictments, right? Man indictments. Fetty Wap, right? 10 kilos of cocaine, fentanyl, heroin. He was in Long Island out of all places. They about to fry the young boy. You know what I'm talking about? Um, he, his ass is grass. You know what I mean? The feds came and got him at Rolling Loud. You know what I'm talking about? If anybody knows Long Island, that's the worst place to catch a case, especially something like this. He got people on his case facing the death penalty. You know what I mean? So... This this appeal of Alpo, right? This scourge, this 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 street shit, this drug shit, this you know this 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 recklessness is still reverberating, right? It's a vicious cycle, you know. what I'm talking about it doesn't he doesn't have to affect it vicariously, but it still touches these artists and it still is touching the industry by people who are probably influenced by him, right? So with his death and with his murder, he's an architect type. He's an archetype, right? So he's an architect, right? So a lot of these codes were actually basically in him. It was written by him. You feel me? He, he, he you know, if you don't understand how that works, you know, um, it'd be like in Mortal Kombat when they killed one of the, uh, the, the, the masked dudes. And then like you see all of the souls kind of like come out of his body and whatnot. So these archetypes represent a certain type of energy and they influence they have it's almost like they have invisible strings or bonds to other people in the streets that are moving and acting and you know what would alpo do what would jay-z do what would this person do what would that person do you dig what i'm saying and when they when they meet a violent death right or when they lose the game when it's game over the question is how who steps in or how does that change or does that bond break and whatnot? You dig what I'm saying? That's still a question that I would throw out there. But as you can see, the hip hop game or the, the music industry right now is going through a very uh, dark, dark period where a lot of the criminality is going unchecked and is celebrated and it's being funded by the record labels. Billions of dollars are being pumped into. Millions of dollars are given to these artists and whatnot to keep the drills going on, keep the killing going on, keep the dysfunction going on, keep the uh the the you know keep these archetypes alive and whatnot. You know, and then they're censoring people who have a word, who have a message, who have an alternative and whatnot. They don't want you to be heard. They don't want you to be seen. You know what I mean? They'll, they'll pay for views for these people. They'll pay for clicks. They'll pay for promotions. They'll put them in front of your children. They'll put them in front of your daughters to be like, these are the ideal kind of dudes that y'all need to be looking at because these are the ones who are being rewarded in society and held up and whatnot. This is the quote unquote king of the jungle, my nigga. That's what they're telling these babies. That's what they're telling these babies. That's what they're telling these children. That's what they're telling these little girls. That's what they're telling these young boys and things of that nature. And they're not showing any kind of balance. Henceforth, like I said, when it comes to, because people will be like, well, Nas this, Nas that. Nas is not all the way conscious though. Nas is fucking Pablo Escobar. Whenever, if, if, you, if, if you let him have it his way, 
Nas still tries to balance out both. He tries to keep one foot in one world and the other foot in the other world. He's not giving you all consciousness. He's not giving you all hotepness. He's not giving you all namaste lyrics. That nigga's Pablo Escobar. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Forty side of Queens. And you got Jay-Z trying to be like Nas now. And then you got on sometimes Nas trying to be like Jay-Z. So they're, they're, they're still intertwined. They're quantum entangled and whatnot. But you got to talk about balance, though. If you don't give respect to balance, how could you give respect? But you want you want people to respect your balance, but you won't give respect to nobody that's trying to even show balance. Even if it, you know what I mean? You're like, it's a show. It's still it's still showing something though it's still being shown right it's not about what you because i don't know what you do behind closed doors i don't know what you do in the dark i don't know what you do in the shadows i don't know what you do when nobody is looking so why are you worrying about what everybody else is doing when nobody's looking when we don't know what the fuck you do when nobody's looking what do you show the world what's your face card what are you showing us are you wild, ignorant, and then behind closed doors, you a sweetheart? You know what I'm talking about? Or are you trying to play like you're righteous, but then behind closed doors, you ratchet? You feel me? Who are we gonna? What part of we? What part of you are we judging? We're gonna only judge. We can only until we find out about your shadow. We only know what you show us. So when it comes to artists like that, they're trying to show you. You know what? Trying to change. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to promote certain type of things. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get my my team on, my people right. I only I fuck with the street niggas because I gotta bring them, you know what I mean, and give them a motherfucking option. I gotta give them an opportunity. Like I had an opportunity. I ain't gonna turn my back on the streets and stun on the streets because I'll be a fake nigga if that's the case. I represent the street. I'm the big homie. Right. Like a godfather type. That's what he's shaping himself type of into sort of like a godfather type on the surface. You know, you, you, you know, you're not threatening and whatnot. But maybe when they have them private meetings, niggas is putting hits out. You know what I'm talking about? But at the end of the day, that's nobody's business. The most popular rap on YouTube. This is who the, this is the Tupac for the young niggas. You know what I'm talking about? This is their Tupac, right? There, there's no balance right here. It's just murder, murder, death, kill, and he's really bodying shit. There's no balance right here with with Kentrell. There's no balance. There's no maturity. That's not what you're seeing. I'm at least saying when you see maturity, when you see some type of balance. If I'm not here to judge because everybody is not here to be a scholar or a master teacher. Or, or super duper deep and whole tepping you you can't you can't put that on the whole world that's not everybody that's not what people signed up for that's not their destiny it's not their destiny if you weren't about everybody else you're not looking at yourself you're not worried about you i'm comfortable in my skin and i'm comfortable with the people who are vibrating on whatever frequency that they're vibrating on if you niggas is on your woke shit whatever because i know i, I remember when i was woke and woke has a purpose. Woke has its own purpose. It's not the purpose that we have. And it gets in the way of our purpose, but it still serves its purpose. You know, still serves its purpose. It's a buffer. It, it, it stops people from getting right to the truth. Yes, yes. But it's still part of this. It's a game. It's still a level. It's level in the game. 
You know what I mean? It's on the person to get past the woke and to see the light. It's on the person that's seeking the information to be able to discern. It's goofy shit out there, but it's on you, nigga, to discern. For women out there, you looking for a quality nigga. Yeah, it's mad goofy niggas out there, but the, the, the ball is in your court to be able to discern when you walk into a room full of vultures. The, the reason why it's set up like that is because you, it has to show where your vision is. How sharp is your vision? How sharp is your skills? How can you play the game in order to win or get checkmated? By a goofy. That's how you test your skills. Nobody want to deal with the test. They just want the cheat code and they want life to get handed to them on a motherfucking plate. I'm so glad I'm not a judgmental person like that, that I be seeing certain people on. I'm so glad I grew out of that and I passed that and, and I, I've leveled up. I have my level of judgment, though. Don't get it twisted. I'm not perfect. You know what I'm talking about? And judgment is not bad. But I'm just glad I'm not at a certain type of level. Because when I once you get past it, you could look at it and you'd be like, damn, that shit kind of weird to me. You know, it's weird. But. I ain't gonna, you know, I ain't gonna hold you, man. You know what I mean? I'm just giving you a few things to think about. You know, I'm talking about like the world is gonna turn regardless. You know, as the world turns and as the world burns, you know, it's gonna do what it do. You know what I'm talking about? And uh, you gotta understand your assignment and you gotta do your assignment and just carry it out. Just know that the the the, the shit is kind of the, the chips are kind of stacked hard high, you know. Got to stack the chips high. Real men wear real, real men could wear mauve. A real man could wear pink and not be feeling like he's a fucking uh, a chichi. You know what I mean? What's your energy like? Worrying about everybody else. What's your energy like? I don't, I'm, I, if a nigga walk past me in all pink, that's on him. I would even ask him, yo, how's your day going? Like, you know, what's that experience like? You know what I mean? How people treating you? Is the shorties feeling you? Like, is that working? You know what I mean? This is all an experiment. Don't be afraid to live your life. You know what I mean? Because if you don't, you're living by somebody else's standards. So I ain't going to hold y'all. You know what I mean? I ain't going to hold y'all, you know, I'm going to go lay down and, and hug my babies, you know what I'm saying, and enjoy my, enjoy fatherhood, enjoy, and just enjoy my life, you know what I mean, just thank God that, you know, I'm able to uh, live another day, that part, you know what I'm talking about, so I'm out of here, you know. <clears throat> yeah, and you got to be grateful for the dirty glass because if there was no dirty glass, how could anybody appreciate your clean glass? You know what I'm saying? I don't have to try too hard to make to convince people that there's dirty and clean glasses. I just got to make sure that you know that my glass is clean. 
I don't have to throw nobody. I don't have to stun nobody. I don't have to talk down to nobody. I don't have to point no fingers. I just got to make sure that my demonstration is what it is. You know what I mean? Put the dirty glass next to the clean, clean glass and you let you, you step back. You don't tell nobody what to drink. You watch to see if these niggas is into tap water. You know what I mean? Because if you tell them what to drink, then you fucked up their journey. You know what I'm talking about? You fucked up their lesson. You got to let them choose. It's called the art of discernment for a reason. You just got to put it in front of them. If they don't know, then they got to learn the hard way. And when they come back, if they keep repeating that lesson, then they just going to be on a motherfucking continuous loop like Groundhog Day. You will exhaust yourself if you try to tell everybody what glass to drink, nigga. You know what I'm talking about? That's real fucking talk. So with that being said, y'all make sure y'all, I'm going to drop the link for the Discord. Pull up in the Discord. You know what I mean? Like I said, this is a social network. <clears throat> it's bigger than social media. We're doing big things over there. I should definitely want to be a part of that. And all of my Patreons, the people that want to patronize and be, uh, um, the we, we just, I just signed a deal. Well, I just signed up with Patreon for the merch and everything. For the merch, we're going to have merch for um, all of my 25 and up, $25 and up members. We're going to be sending y'all merch and whatnot, but you got to be there for three months, I believe. But the merch is definitely coming. Um, it's a lot of perks. We got perks for you. I just dropped on the channel a two-hour clip of my four-and-a-half-hour lecture with Slice. Um, if you want the full lecture, the instructions are in the detail. And once again, we got the bundle pack. Take advantage of the bundle pack. That's a small commercial because this will not be here for too long. You know what I'm saying? I'm being very grateful. I'm being, I'm being, it's my birthday month. So I'm being very nice. You know what I mean? I'm giving back because I've been given too. You know what I mean? So I'm giving back. I'm making a deal, making a bundle. Um, yeah. Use this to edify yourself. Sharpen your motherfucking sword. Don't be on the sidelines tying shoes and being a fucking water boy and catching towels and whatnot. You're supposed to level up from that at this point. Get on the floor. Okay? Get on the floor, my genius. Get on the floor. Okay? That part. So, with that being said, love and light to y'all. You dig? Love and light to y'all. Um, should I end this with some music? Should I end this with some music? Hmm. Nah, we just gonna end it. No music. Because uh, it's late. You know what I'm saying? It's late. I don't want to end it with no music. Bless up, though. Right? We're gonna get up. I'll see y'all on third eye Thursday, God willingly. Peace and love.